Welcome, hunters, to the Hunters Hub. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host, Morg Daddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm super exhausted, but uh, I'm as ready as ever. And joined by Pan, or Panther, or whatever you decide to call her tonight. Hi, guys. How's it going? Um, so, as we talked about last week, we are going to go into our top ten fighting game series. Um, I'm not sure, like, I'm, we're going to do a lot of genres, but I'm not sure this is going to be every week. Uh, we'll probably do a couple more for the next couple of weeks, but, uh, we will take breaks and come back to this kind of series because I plan on doing a lot of stuff and I plan on doing some weird ones too. Like, um, not exactly like this, but you know, like the website does the dog something like that, where it's just mm-hmm. like this one obscure thing, 10 games that have this obscure thing, <laughs> 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 right? I mean... Okay, does the dog die? dot com is 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 pretty big for a lot of people because they can't see animal death, but they can see people. I you know what? I'm not going to question it anymore. I just don't know people, but um, yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk about fighting games uh, and our top ten. Uh, I was actually far more experienced in this in this genre than I ever expected. I was um, mostly because I suck at fighting games. <laughs> Apparently, though. <laughs> I have played a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that there will be a lot of people that are actually surprised by how many how many games that they play in a specific genre that they've absolutely hated, but, I mean, like, they've had that much experience in, like, more than they would have anticipated. It'd be like, yeah, I've played this and this and this and been like, oh, wow, I actually played quite a lot of these games, even though I don't even like this genre. Right. Um, and here's the thing, though, like, I missed a lot of the bigger series that a lot of people talk about, excluding a few, which we'll see, because um, I, I think I've said this quite a bit, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan, mm-hmm. and I've I've loved that series since game one, <laughs> but, um, you know, aside from that, like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of some of the other, uh, some of the other big franchises in the fighting game history. Um, Pan, you said you weren't as experienced in this one as well no not at all um i was uh off playing simant and various other city builders when uh fighting games were big (laughs) i mean i was playing grim dawn this week which is an arpg so whenever we get to that genre i'll have a lot to talk about like a lot (laughs) um because that is legit like my favorite type of game is ARPGs and even there's like a lot of ARPG elements in in Monster Hunter which is my favorite series so yeah not that Monster Hunter is even close to an ARPG but there are crossover elements you'll, you'll get we'll get to it. anyways which by the way I don't know where Monster Hunter would ever fit in one of <laughs> I'd call it an action things. adventure RPG yeah <sighs> It's certainly not really a JRPG because it's not turn-based. No, it's not. Not unless you count Monster Hunter stories. Yeah, but that's not Monster Hunter. But, it, I mean, well, yeah. The monsties are, are a whole new problem. <laughs> but no, it's it's like calling um, like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon the same as a Pokemon game. It's true. I do like Mystery Dungeon quite a bit, though. Excited for the new one. Mm-hmm. Which actually yeah. is this month, isn't it? I think so. I don't know. I've never been into the Mystery Dungeon series. I probably should be, but I I don't know. Oh, it's not, it's definitely one of the one of the best uh, dungeon crawlers that 
that fits the theme around um, Pokemon. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, like, if you like the concept of Dungeons and Dragons, but you can't really be bothered to play with, like, a, a full party, and you're just looking for something to pass time, I, I definitely would say that um, the uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series would be a, definitely something to get into. Yep. That's also another genre we'll have to visit at some point. Mm -hmm. JRPGs. Um, or turn-based RPGs is what I would rather call it, because some people get really, I don't know, bent out of shape when you call something a JRPG and it wasn't made by someone in Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing with anime, I guess. Well, yeah, because um, like Avatar, The Last Airbender, is not anime. Which is kind of ridiculous to me. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're, you're splitting a really fine hair there, I know. <laughs> and yeah, because like... Yeah. Uh, oh, I was going to say that, yeah. And then there are people who have argued that Beast Wars is an anime because it's based around the Transformers um, series, which technically has, like, ties to a lot of, like, Japanese mech and stuff like that. But, like, even though it was, like, made in Canada, like, I think they did, like, the voice dubs in, like, BC and the animation in Toronto... So and yet it's still like considered like a a uh, an anime even though it's kind of not. Talk about Beast Wars! Oh my gosh, I, I was... love that show. What a blast from the past! Oh, I hate the show. I love <laughs> the toys. The toys. <laughs> I hated the show as a kid. The toys like... are uh, like one of the biggest selling points, and the fact that like the the uh, the animation like matched quite a lot of like what the toys were capable of doing like in similar ways to how they transformed that mm -hmm. that was really cool yeah i mean i don't know that's where i kind of learned that i always like the bad guys it started thing like i don't normally like being a, like D, D. you'll 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 notice like if i ever play a character i avoid evil characters most of the time except for this uh... character i'm playing now um but like I don't like being the bad guy. Like, I don't like playing that kind of mentality. However, the Decepticons always had the coolest stuff to me. Like, why would I not want to be a praying mantis? I believe, why would I not yeah. want to have a T-Rex? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, who, who doesn't want to be, like, a tarantula or a scorpion or, like, a wasp or something like that? Or even a velociraptor. That's just badass. Um like Sorry, the, I'm just yeah. not into the cheetah and the gorilla. Just not my no. thing. <laughs> no, I, I I think once like uh, what was it? Optimus Primal like starts getting to like the transmetal forms where he's like levitating on like a surfboard. That's just when it starts getting really badass. But um, I, I have yeah. a thing. I just don't like monkeys. Like I've never liked monkeys in any game or anything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, yeah, Gen True, uh, Gen Two, Megatron, the, uh, like the big Predacon bad guy was like probably like a top tier bad guy just because of like how clever and devious he was. But like, he had like a certain air of sophistication about him, which made him really, really, just so fun. He was like intelligent, gentleman but T Rex. Like, yeah, gentleman T Rex. But he liked to play games with people, and he liked to you know toy with the toy with the good guys a lot. So that he was just really fun. Really good bad guy. Very methodical. Very calculating. Best villain right. ever. Well, let's let's get to what we were going to talk about, which is fighting games. Yes, do that. Instead of that Beast War stuff. Which, um, so, we didn't do this first last time, but the intention is to sort of define what we mean by a genre when we're talking about it. And I think there are some fine points that we really need to hit with fighting games, because they're... Based on how this goes, 
one of mine may not fall into the fighting game genre. Oh, okay. Um, so my thoughts initially are a fighting game is where the uh, core gameplay, as in what you're going to do most of your time in, um, is going to be <laughs> controlling some sort of uh, character, whether it's created or... Um, uh, chosen from a lineup? Yeah, chosen from a lineup. But yeah, basically, like a roster, yeah. Yeah, so a, a roster character, which you can create one, but they're still on a roster. Um, fi- like, fighting, as in, you know, some sort of sense, like, not ex- necessarily one-on-one battle, but um, uh, a extended battle between two other people, one per- other person or more. Um, because some other games, which are, in my definition, and the my mindset, like Smash Brothers, clearly still a fighting game, even in the eight player modes. Yeah, um, exactly. You're still fighting seven other people. Um, so, I don't think there necessarily has to be a health bar, but there is some sort of indication of health or mm-hmm. indication of state of being, um, which could be kind of challenged in one of them. On uh, and one of them on my list, like I mean, I'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, um, because you know we have to, like, okay, is this or is this not? Um, and then also, um, it's usually accustomed by rounds and matches. Um, I don't know of anything that really just like doesn't have like rounds or matches, other than yeah. Smash Bros, which is a match, right? It's considered a match, and then they in tournament play they put them in rounds. Mm-hmm. Um. You can have like lives, or it can count down to it can count down, and whoever like knocked the other one off the most during the countdown. I don't know anyone right. who uses countdown mode though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I only use stock and Smash Bros. Yeah, I was gonna say That's like a, yeah. I've never heard of anyone who uses anything other than stock. So, uh. Yeah. I mean, tournament play does both, right? It's timed stock. I, I wouldn't know. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like one of the one of the big fundamentals that really ties a lot of fighter games together is that, like, there can be the option for a timer. Like, there typically should be like that that uh, that opportunity to be able to play with timer or to be able to turn it off. But I mean, like, usually there's usually some tie to there being a timer in in most traditional fighter games. Hmm. Um. I would say that probably another one would be um, uh, button combinations. Like, for example, like um, getting certain techniques and moves out. Like, you can have <clears throat> basic attack buttons, and then there's, like, complex ones where it's a sequence of certain buttons and, like, um, the uh, uh, the introduction of, like, certain analog or digital uh, directional controls that you can incorporate into those um, attack combos to get, like, a certain chain of attacks together. Um, most now, fighter games do have that. Uh, one of mine, uh, one of my, so I will fight to the end of the end of my breath that one of these games is going to be a fighting game, and it wouldn't does not actually have combinations. Oh. It has moves. It has moves, and yeah. if you want to, if you want to be really technical about it, the first fighting games didn't have combos. Um, the right. first fighting games combos were a glitch. Mm-hmm. Right, they were a glitch that existed in Street Fighter Two. Yes, that yes, they sort of right. like, that they sort of like capitalized on, and then eventually made a thing out, out of. Um, 
I can't even remember. Did Mortal Kombat two have combos? Um, I think it was um, people like started to figure out that certain attacks will have um, a certain number of frames. Enough hits done, yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah, they will have like a certain like um, like a stun value for like how long uh, a target is going to be like you know knocked back from an attack, and then. Um, the attack itself attack. will have a certain number of frames before you can initiate another attack into it. And then once people started to uh, link together certain attacks to create like a combination of of uh, attack combos, that's when you know people started to realize, hey, you can actually like really do a lot of damage right off the bat if you're if you're really smart and you know what what moves you can um, execute when you're fighting. But yeah, I I, I agree. Like um, most fun. Early fighter games, for sure, um, had like basic attack controls. But I think right. It was, so yeah, after you're Street typically going to have a variety of moves, whether those are basic moves or special moves or that kind of thing. You're going to have a variety of ways to attack instead of just attack block. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's going to be yeah. height height of attack. Even some of the oldest. Now this isn't on my list, but there's an old old we're talking like 1984 game called barbarian um that was on like apple and that kind of stuff that is a fighting game um that it actually had a move combination if you used a long sword with one of the dudes he would actually do a, a move that if it hit you just right would immediately kill you and decapitate you um oh. and this this is like a, a like a combination you could do on the joystick like uh, my my dad was actually talking to me about it when I was talking about him uh, this with episode with him. He's like, "Oh, yeah, you should talk about this." I'm not gonna talk about it because like no one can play it. Like, <laughs> like it's not playable. Uh, but it was an early fighting game, like way early. Like we're yeah, it's I don't remember the year exactly, but it is like mid '80s, like way early games i find it uh, hilarious that he pulled out some boomer ass ancient video game from the stone age <laughs> yeah i mean that's <laughs> where most of the games are for my dad like we yeah. actually kind of got into a uh uh into a kick of playing older games like i was talking a little bit earlier i was playing the og duke nukem yeah which was a was a platformer um i started playing some jill of the jungle uh, which Jill the Jungle is just hilarious if you ever read the promotional material for it. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an old platformer that was like mm, 91, I think. Something like that. Um, just all these crazy... We got we got into it because, you know, my dad. that's where my dad gamed the most before he got super busy. So... <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, no, it makes sense. I'm just like, I think that's hilarious that he's pulling out this, like, ancient game. Well, on that, it started because I talked about one of the games on my list because I remember it from the, that time, which is a straight-up, like, fighting game that I feel is worth a mention just because of how crazy and weird and awesome it was to me even as a kid. The problem is I cannot find a way to get this. Neither Steam or Good Old Games has this game. Yeah. Uh, it's actually on DOS archives, and I can't get anything to make it work. Anyways, Probably, yeah, um, because it's on DOS. <laughs> have you tried oh, DOSBox? Uh, it was on DOSBox, the actual site, and they're like, "Yeah, this is what you do," and I, I couldn't make it work, so um, I'm still trying. Anyways, uh, so is there anything we want to add to what a fighting game is? So it sounds like we have like 
basically you are part of a character on a roster, you are in some way in some sort of like engaged combat with one or more people and not really um uh, not in the sense of like Warriors or Roshi where you're just sort of like spamming hitting everybody, but you know, actually engaged like fighting someone. Uh and and then um the other one was some sort of moves or special moves that could either be combinations or the such. But basically you have inputs that will equal more than just what you pressed. I think um, another um, specification that, like, is really key to fighting games is, like, some indication of, like, um, progression of, like, health or damage. Like, like certain thresholds that um, are really key to fighting games. Most of them will have, like, a health bar of some kind, or, like, in Smash, they will have, like, a percentile meter, like, showing, like, um, how susceptible you are to being, like, thrown out or knocked out or... Um, sure. Whatever, whatever have you? Like a lot of fighting games will have that as as a main so, feature. What about games that do not have uh, more than one hit? Um. Well, usually, I mean, like there would have there has to be like some sort of a limitation on your character. Like you would you would be limited to like a certain number of hits before you were at risk of like losing the game. Typically. So. Um... I don't know if it's one hit or not, but Nidhogg, you ever played Nidhogg? I don't think I have. Uh, Nidhogg, I don't think it's one hit. And then there's also, um, there's a couple games that I would consider fighting games that are like, if you're hit, you're dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. That can happen in Duck Game. Huh. And I'm not sure, I think Duck Game is a fighting game i think that's what you have to categorize that as it's not on my list but you know what i'm talking about when i say duck game right yeah um to me duck game is like a it would fall under the party game sure yeah well anyways the one i'm thinking of particularly is is a game called one strike it's on the switch it's terrible don't get it um not on my list also but it literally is. You get hit once, you're dead. It is a fighting game, though. Um, there's no other way to describe it in my brain. It's like, now there is all the other classic things you pick from a roster. Um, your goal is, you know, you're one-on-one, 2D, facing off with another opponent, uh, doing footsies back and forth. But the first person that lands a hit wins. Um if it's a lethal hit, there's certain weapons that stun you, and then you can go in for the kill. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. I I like that there's an indication of health, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to say that's a typical scenario. Um, I don't think that every game gives you that information, at least uh, on a UI level. Because once again. One of the games I'm going to hard push for doesn't have a health bar. Okay. So we'll come to that. So I don't know. Is that is that murky enough for a definition? Uh, <laughs> that's about as that's about as uh, far as I can go as far as like specifications for those games. I think that's probably about as far as I can reach. Okay. Uh, anything to add, Pan? No. Um. I'm pretty solid with those definitions. And okay. I think everything on my list falls in there. Cool. I have one that may not still. 
we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so Pan, why don't you start us out? I know your sh- your list is the shortest, but <laughs> you haven't got to talk it a bit. So, so what's... it's okay. All right, so um, the uh, whatever we'll just talk about it now because it's the one that I have the most to say about Smash Bros. Right. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be I don't know if this is controversial or not, but uh, I think that Melee is the best Smash Bros. Oh, it's not okay. controversial at all. Okay, I have no I idea. Mean, I I have no idea what other people have to say about Smash Bros or what is or isn't the let, best one. Let's put it Let's put it into perspective. When you go to Evo or some other big fighting tournament, there is always Smash Bros. What's out now and Smash Brothers Melee. I didn't know that. Always. <laughs> Except for Evo last year, which only the uh, Ultimate made it in because Evo was sort of cutting out some of the fat. And Nintendo, I think, kiboshed Melee that time. Um, that's that's interesting, and that sounds like something Nintendo would do. Well, yeah, they want to promote the new new and tasty. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, Oddworld reference. Yeah, and- well... Uh- so I think that Smash Bros. Melee, in my opinion, is the best. I don't know anything about any competitive scene with it. But the reason I think it's the best is because it has those target ki- the target killing mazes, and none of the future none of the games after it had those. Um, I believe that the original, I think on N sixty four, had those as well. Right, right, right. Oh, but after yeah. Melee. Uh. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't recall. Uh, other than, I think it was, um, which one was it that uh, Greninja was first released on? It, I remembered getting it on Brawl. Uh, three, yeah, 3DS. Was it Brawl? Or, yeah. Oh, no, wait, no, no, no. Brawl no, was no, no, on no. The, the Wii, and then there was another one, I think, that came on the Wii U, and then Smash the 4. Yeah, yeah Smash, Smash 4. Wii U. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, there there were a couple of runs where I would do okay. like yeah Greninja runs, and yeah, there would be like the target maze where you'd have to go in and hit all the targets. Yep. Yeah, that was a lot. Of yeah, fun. that's not that's not a thing in Ultimate. Um, yeah, it's not ca- a thing in Ultimate. I thought it wasn't no, in Brawl yeah. either. Yeah. Um, uh, it may not have been in Brawl, but they might have brought it back in Wii U. I know that there was a pretty funky campaign and a wild story that. Really didn't make any sense, but I mean, like with a lot of crossover games, the story is really not it, relevant. It's that just doesn't the fact matter. That the characters are just all together and fighting. That's that's the selling well, point of the game. I will say that World World of Light, which is from Ultimate, and Subspace Emissary, which was Brawl, are high, both highly regarded as far as um, alternate game modes. But really, the core of what we're discussing tonight is. Um, the actual fighting portion of it. The the extracurricular yeah. modes doesn't necessarily make or break them fighting games. It's just more to do with the game. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to make me pick a Smash Bros., I'm going to say Melee. Okay. But um, uh, my, I like them all. My only counter it would be Ultimate having every single character oh, ever yeah. in this series. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Plus more like King K rule, which people have been clamoring for forever. Yeah, he's and he fun. ended up being amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm not a big fan of all the Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. Uh, having it's not actually, necessary. <sighs> yeah. Ha- Too many. Having swords actually then. have finished. Um. What is it? Uh. Three houses recently. Um. Which is kind of a 
kind of a teaser. I'm actually going to be doing like a, I don't know what to call it yet, but a bonus episode with some people who've all finished the game around the same time as yeah. me and having a big discussion about that game in particular um, with me being the least expert and everyone else being a huge fan of that series um, in that discussion coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but even having played uh, and actually quite in, quite enjoying the game, I don't think they needed to add Byleth or Baleth or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, Byleth is the not most that recent She's recent not character. Well, for me, it was a he. I played a he. Yeah. <laughs> eh, um, it, it's it's kind of like gender equal, I guess. I mean, like you can play yeah. however you like. I think Robin well, also they did, was like that too. Yeah, yeah, Robin was the exact same way. Um, there's a lot of variety. Don't don't get me started. There's a lot of variety within Fire Emblem, and they still chose a sword fighter. Which is oh, okay, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, there's no axe fighter or magician. Well, there's is a magician, but there's no dragon. Uh, yeah. Where like Fire Emblem has like straight up dragons. Um, I want, but I want to get somebody on like a Pegasus, and then their smash ultimate is they summon two other Pegasi for like the tri attack. That'd be amazing. That that would be. I'm I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, the ki- the model I'm would not... be like ridiculous, and their hitbox would be insane too. <laughs> it would probably have to do a lot of damage too. Like I, like it would have to like I I would you know what I think would be really cool if it did a lot of knock up instead of side to the side, like a lot of straight up hit. Oh no, I'm For... talking about just like whatever character you got. Like their mm-hmm. hitbox would be insanely huge. <laughs> just in general, not just like a smash attack. Okay. Yeah, they'd be like Bowser size. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. <laughs> and the model um, would it, it would look really funky. <laughs> um so we don't even actually know everything that's going to be an ultimate yet. Fighter Pass 2 was announced. Um yeah. no nothing in it that we know of so far. Um I will have to say I love the piranha plant. Piranha Plant is such a fun character to play. It is. Such a fun concept. Uh, like, I don't know. And Smash Brothers, as a fighting game, is pretty unique. It's actually had a lot of clones that didn't make it on my list, but um, it's actually spawned... It's sort of like a party fighter. Kind of like what we talked about Duck Game being more of a party game. Yeah. Right. Um, it sort of straddles that line of a... a, a a fighting game and a party game, but the the core gameplay of Smash Bros. is indeed um, fighting, you know, other characters. Um, and don't let anyone ever tell you that Smash Bros. One v One is the only way to play. It's don't, not. No, no, no. That's no. the dumb. That's dumb. I I know there are so many people that believe that though. I'm not even kidding. Peak Smash like, Bros. is on some what the fuck stage like Rainbow Ride or R- exactly. Rainbow Cruise. Yes. Rainbow With, like, Cruise. as many people that you can get on screen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, Morg, uh, so I'm leaning towards Ultimate being the better Smash Bros. game simply because of the roster. Where, where are you sitting on this? I could go <sighs> either way because Melee was my favorite before Ultimate. This is really hard because there were a lot of aspects to a lot of the, the, um, the Smash Bros. games that were just really phenomenal like i know that for a fact the n64 one started it all off melee was actually the one that i started in first because i was playing it when uh, 
I think it was same that here. Yeah. I actually hated the N sixty four one. I actually actively hated it. I played um, it on emulator with a keyboard and like, oh my god! Like sometimes those those controls are just so tight. But I can imagine it being really really tricky with like an N sixty four controller. Like the analog on that would have been. I mean, Shit. everything except Mario 64 was tricky on an N64 controller. Oh my god. <laughs> We're like, going to be honest. Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> with those analog controls, like Diddy Kong's Rocket. Oh my god. I don't want to I don't want to I I don't want to relive this. Don't make <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so, so, so but yeah, I'll um, help you decide a little bit. I could defer to Melee because Melee is as far as a fighting game goes, the most balanced in quotations between the games oh um, the hell it is um honestly, no uh, I'm, there were aspects of brawl that i liked a lot like for example like the the, the, the back brawl to back had to back straight up monster like brawl had a straight battles. up banned character though which was meta knight yeah. you were not allowed to play meta knight in tournament play period yeah. oh meta knight uh, was just broken in brawl like he was just insanely yeah. good um, um and also wave dashing, there was more of a. That's why it's so beloved in the fighting game community. It has a lot yeah. more of of a tactical gameplay than the later ones. Yeah. In fact, they actively removed the wave dashing in favor of banana peel slipping if you're turning too fast and brawl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! Like, yeah, the bananas are so useful. Um, and yeah, like when they incorporated like characters like Diddy Kong, for example, like I did not anticipate it, but it was. It was really, really fun, especially when you get like the, the uh, the smash ball, and then you're just going around with your jetpack, just shooting peanuts at everybody. It's just, oh, it's so fun. Um, yeah, it, it's really hard for me to say. Like, uh, probably the one that I sank the most time in consistently would probably have been either four or brawl. Um, hard to say like w between which of the two that I like the most, but um, ultimate is pretty good. Um. Uh, I probably would have enjoyed it better if I didn't have the lousy Joy-Cons. Um, I I think I got into it later. How do you not have a like, pro? Well, I don't know. What? Like, I, what? I, I, what? I, I, I know it's $70, but, like, come I, on. <laughs> I'm only willing to go out and buy, like, certain controllers for, like, certain scenarios. Like, right now, I bought myself, like, a 20 or 30-something dollar dongle, and then I just plug my PS4 controller into it, and then I just play games off of that now. Um, I've also got like a, um, a smash controller, so I can play smash on that. It's a little tricky sometimes like just getting used to the GameCube style play, but, um, it is fun. Um, but yeah, uh, <sighs> Honestly, by the way, I agree. Smash Bros. needs to go somewhere on this list. It's just a question of oh, which one. The music. Yeah. Um, oh man, they're all pretty iconic. Um, I honestly think that maybe Brawl has... Probably, like, uh, the catchiest as far as, like, it just stays stuck in your head. Whether you like it or not, it just... Everybody has used uh, the theme song from that as, like, a meme whenever they introduce, like, a make-fun character. Like, w whether it be Elon Musk or, like, uh, George Takai or Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson or... Like, well, throw anybody that's because... In so is, that's our, is our vote completely split? Probably. Like I mean, it. yes. Yeah, it's hard for anybody to like really decide which which Smash Bros game is the best. Like, it's it's the most divisive as far as I've seen because there's always okay. be somebody to hate on I'm one just, of those. I'm games. just gonna shortchange this, and I'm just gonna say melee for the the fighting mechanics. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, because that's what Pam Pan, Pan's already doing. Um, 
I'm sorry, Morg, but like you're like the one out of seven people in the entire Earth that ever suggest Brawl. I know, <laughs> I know. It's not a popular choice. Um, I'll, uh, I'll mostly s- because of the slipping, right? Because of yeah. the, the way that you would turn and then just slip randomly in the game. People yeah. hated that. Yeah. Um, um, I'll admit that I'd... Melee like introduced like um, the uh, the the really intricate map layouts and stuff like that and like how like some of the maps would be really dynamic like some of them would flip upside down or there'd be like tilting and shifts and gravity and stuff like that like that one really like set the tone for the rest of the games to come in where they would start adding stuff on as well but like i think melee would probably be the best choice i'll, I'll agree okay. with that it's not my favorite but All right. it's a good choice Okay, um, I'm gonna point out. You're free to free to edit this out later if you want, Fort. But huh? we are 33 minutes in, and we have discussed one game. I know, isn't <laughs> it just awful? I know. <laughs> well, well, there's so much to talk about with fighting games. Like, there's a lot of stuff to it, like rich uh, history and like a lot of debate and discussion that revolves around. Even if it's just one game, there's a lot to talk about. Now, there's gonna oh, be. I know. There's gonna be. A- couple where we talk about a series and we're going to talk about whether there deserves to be a or multiple on the list and that kind of thing right yeah um i feel i feel that we're going to knock out a lot on our on our lists in big clumps of conversation hopefully right yeah. it's it's what i expect to happen oh don't um, worry we'll, we'll breeze through this as quickly as possible <laughs> uh, eh, uh i mean i love you morg but with you on the show, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever since I came on, it's been always like an hour and a half, two hours. It's like, oh my god, this kid won't I shut mean, up. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so Smash Bros. Um, Morg, what's a, what's something on your list that we haven't talked about? Okay, uh, I'm going to have to go with Primal Rage. Primal Rage is definitely going to have to be one okay. of those games that we have to talk so, about. Uh, I didn't write down what Smash Bros. was. As far as what year? I think it was 2001? Uh, um, oh, hang on. I had it open a second ago. Um, but Smash Brothers Ultimate, one of the ones we talked about, it was 2018, done by Bango, Bandai Namco Sora LTD. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to I'm gonna give you the stats for Primal Rage here in a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's on my list, too. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to talk about this one. Good Atari game. Yes. Um. Well, Pan. While Pan's looking that up, um, Primal Rage was in 1994 uh, for Atari games. 1994 in the arcade. Now, this is going to happen a lot um, when we talk about fighting games because a lot of them start in the arcade and then get ported to home consoles. Mm-hmm. Melee uh, was, was 2001. Yes, I was right. Cool. And probably just by Nintendo, I would think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so anyways, uh, so thank you, Pam. Oh, oh, the developers, uh, developer is HAL Laboratory, which yes. I think they only it's make the Nintendo Kirby. games, so that's kind of a kind of a That was weird the Kirby Studio. It's, yeah. It's, um, Sakurai, right? That's what, yeah, Sakurai, yeah. yeah, Sakurai, because because yeah. Smash Bros is his baby, apparently. Yes, yeah. yeah, it is, uh, and so is Kirby. That's why Kirby is very prominent yeah. in the story. Um, okay, um, 
So Primal Rage, Atari Games, also Probe Software, did it a year later for all the home versions. But Morg, I'm pretty sure that's what you and I played. Yeah. Um, so it would have released on the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. I played it on Super Nintendo. Yeah, I um, played it on Super Nintendo as well. Um, okay. I believe you also, could also play... Also, fun fact, my very first mature-rated game, because Doom and Mortal Kombat were not rated mature yet, because those systems didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. But I played them before that. All right, go ahead. So, Primal Rage, set at the scene. This is, this is like typical sprite-based two D fighting health bars. Yeah, with like Mo- sort of three D ish looking models. Like they're very heavily pixelated, but like sixteen bit. I think I think that was the game. And uh, it's as as much three D as Donkey Kong Country is, where they render a three D model in two D. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or they made it look really good. Yeah. Um. I can tell you the roster of this game off the top of my head because there's only seven of them. Um, so there's yeah. so there's Talon the Raptor, yeah. right? You have Vertigo, who is a two-legged like I don't know what do you call it? She's a cobra hybrid dinosaur. Yeah, it's like some uh, sort of like a snake dinosaur thing going on there. Uh, if anyone is um, a fan of the Jimquisition, he has a Vertigo figure on his podium. <laughs> um then you had uh the two the two t-rexes which is diablo and sauron um both of which i reference in my t-rex ecologies for the D stuff i do in case you ever read that one pan yeah. um the two monkeys which is uh chaos and uh blizzard chaos is the monkey that farts poops and pukes and blizzard is a well he does cold stuff he freezes you and that kind of stuff yeah. And then you have the seventh one, which is Armadon, which is a two-legged mix between every single armored dinosaur you can think of. Yeah, like Ankylosaurus, a... Stegosaurus, Triceratops, Styracosaurus, Styracos- yeah. <laughs> like, everything. It, 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 he's my favorite one. Just absolutely beautiful, especially when he does, like, the spinning forward into a ball, slaps his tail and stuff like that, charges with the horde. It's just one of my favorite melee fighters definitely yeah one of the um one of the things about this uh game that makes it unique is one of the few at the time at least i don't know of many that still do this today they had built-in health recovery mechanics yeah um so what the premise of this game was is that these seven beings were gods fighting over uh territory of the primal world like literally uh, the you're you're talking like pre Bronze Age humans are worshippers of these like dinosaur gods, and um, they paid worship to, you know, whichever their team was, whichever continent they came from, because like there was the seven continents um that were shaped in a T Rex's skull, <laughs> <laughs> um, that were segmented out to the different gods, and then the worshippers would come up and kneel before you and pray mid-match, and you could do a d- button input to reach down and eat them to recover health uh, if you got the opportunity. And it was... Uh, it would also had finishing moves very early in the time of finishing moves. This didn't have combos, though. Yeah. It had it special had, moves, yeah. but not combos. Yeah, it had, like, special finishers where you could, like, do, like, some sort of an awesome combo or, like, some sort of a technique that would, like, ultimately finish your opponent. And they were very, very right. difficult to execute. But it, once you did, it was so worth it. Right. Whereas some, 
like some in in reference, some Mortal Kombat fatalities are like back, back, down, forward, high kick, or something like that. Exactly. This was like seven more inputs, and then you could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so like it wasn't the first, obviously, to implement finishing moves, but it was the first. Um, I would say non-human fighter. I would I would think. Yeah. Um, the p- featured primarily non-humans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, gosh darn it. I had to just thinking about another one. I got to add to the list. I, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so yeah, primal rage. I think it's a great thing in the series. However, I think this one has to go on the bench and, uh, unfortunately, because oh. it's not, I, I don't think this is an auto include on the list. That's too Honestly. bad. Yeah. Because it is so obscure, um, and it is, it's good, and it's well-liked, but it got one game. Yeah. And it got a second game on the cabinets in Japan mm-hmm. that we never saw. Um, I think there, and was, I don't rem- there was also, like, a Game Boy cartridge for it as well, so you could, like, play it yeah. on the go, but I mean, like... Yeah, the graphics for that were pretty hard, and because there was, like, no light-up back screen, it, I think it was just LED, like, basic. Oh, here, here's a fun fact. Even though we didn't get the second game on consoles or outside of Japan, we did get their toys. Yes, yes, there was a lot. Which was, was a, a, uh, a saber-toothed tiger humanoid thing, and then, um, or saber-toothed cat, which is the correct way to say it, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember what the other one was, but the, yeah, the, like the, the, we got the toys and it was like, what, what, where did this come from? This isn't in the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, w- I was that age. I was toy buying age when, when I was out, <laughs> I was like nine, <laughs> nine, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, pan, any thoughts on that game or you just didn't know about it or what? I have no idea about this game. It sounds cool as hell. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. I, I think vertigo, or Diablos, or Diablo has to be one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, mixing in Monster Hunter there. Uh- <laughs> Chaos was definitely a wild card. Like you know, peeing, farting, and puking on your opponent is just oh boy. He was my he was my brother's absolute favorite. Was Chaos. He's like the ultimate um, disrespect character. It's just like you just throw those true. moves out and yeah, just troll your opponent. It's true. Uh, oh oh oh. One other thing to mention. Um, I don't see this a lot in other games, but it did have a stun mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you took too much damage too quickly, you would get stunned. Yeah, and um, sometimes it would be associated with an uh, with an element or an ailment. Like for example, if you got stunk or if you got hit with like uh, Blizzard's frost attacks, then yeah, you could like be like, oh no, I'm stuck. No, I'm talking about when your brain gets overloaded. Oh There's yeah, that bar. Yeah, the bar below your health that was like uh, sort of like, oh no, I took too much damage, and then your brain gets overloaded and and has to drain down and then it allowed you oh, open yeah. for like, some serious damage I almost uh, so basically you had to manage not just getting hit but also not getting hit too much too quick right um, yeah yeah i forgot i almost forgot about the stun gauge that came with that yeah right and it was sort of like uh, a counter to the blocks yeah because like most most fighting games have a block um so if you block too much you would never wouldn't take the damage but you would take you would still take the the nerve damage or stun damage um, so if you block too much too, so it, it kind of, it kind of got around people who would just sit there defensively blocking. Yeah. Punish um, those turtly players. Mm-hmm. Okay. So primal rage, uh, we will, I think we need to put that on the back burner yeah. because we'll, we'll hold um, off on that. 
I would like to see it go on, but the problem is it's so obscure. Oh. Uh, the uh, Pan, what's another one? I'll go last, like with my stuff, because I got a lot on my list. Um, do you have another one, Pan? Yeah. So um, I've got now this game. I've uh, I've only played it a tiny, tiny bit, but I'm really kind of stretching for fighting games. This is a yeah. this is a Gundam versus. It's only on the PS4. Okay. And it is a game where you basically pilot uh, Gundams from the various Gundam anime. It, it's it's based on the animes. Um, yeah. Most people are probably aware of Gundam Wing, but there's like a billion Gundam shows. Anyways, oh, so yeah. you, you pilot various mech suits from the various Gundam uh, shows and universes, and you fight them against each other. And they are all like to scale size with each other, and like they all have like different stats, you know, speed and uh, like... Mm-hmm. Like, how good their guns are versus how good, like, their close combat is. My husband's played it a ton, because he's a giant Gundam nerd. I sit here surrounded by his model kits. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting game. It's very hard to get into, so you'll see it's not very well uh, reviewed. It's also not very popular mm-hmm. here in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, that happens. But um, it's, uh, I, it's pretty fun, I think. I just, I haven't got into it. Um, I know of a lot of people that liked it, uh, on a, like, personal people that, that, that Oh, I know so you've heard life. of it, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I have. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a 3D fighter, right? It's not... Yeah, it's not a 2D yeah. fighter, it's 3D, because you gotta fly around and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that was almost a split when we talked about doing this, is, is almost splitting between 3D and 2D fighters, but, uh... I feel that there's so little 3D fighters compared to 2D fighters that that was just splitting hairs at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like I like that one. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot. I don't feel like that's a for sure on the list, though. You know what I mean? No, like I said, I'm kind of stretching for fighting games that I've played. Yeah. Um. um well, a my lot of mine just... are not. Go ahead. Well, he, he heard me talking about this, and he sent me a Facebook message um, <laughs> and he th- about something he wanted me to bring up with it. So it's got this sort of point-based system where, like, you can pilot one of the super awesome suits, like the Wing Gundam, and that, mm-hmm. that one is worth, like, a thousand points. And if you die, then your team loses a thousand points if you were piloting the Wing Gundam. Oh. And then, so your team has, like, say you start the match with, like, 8,000 points. So if you die in the Wing Gundam, your team loses a thousand points. Whereas if you're f- piloting like a Zaku, you lose like your team loses like fifty points when you die. Mm, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, the uh, the like the more powerful the suit you're in, the more points your team loses when you die. Okay. Um, Which also makes you a bigger huh. target because then uh, people want to kill the the big suit. Hmm. hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, that, that, it definitely puts it higher up on my consideration list because that's a more unique mechanic than just yeah. hey, here's my health bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So he wanted me to point that out um, uh, before we moved on. Uh, okay. Um, so one. Uh, so I'll talk about one next, and this is the one that uh, I feel is probably going to get ruled out. Uh, I think I would even rule it out at this point, but eh, maybe worth bringing it up, which is a GameCube game called Custom Robo. 
Oh. Oh. So when I was thinking about this, this is definitely a 3D fighter in some sense, but this is actually an RPG in a lot more sense. So where where I think this thing loses, so it is a one-on-one match with another custom robot, right? Um, this is a very story-driven game, um, but I don't think it really hurts it because most of the gameplay that you will be doing is actual fighting uh, with various weapons dashing around, shooting at each other. I don't think that fighting games necessarily have to be a hand-to-hand combat at all. Mm-hmm. I think there are definitely room for ranged combat guns and all that kind of stuff. Uh, however, because, I mean, there's certainly ranged characters in every every fighting game, it feels like. Uh, Mortal Kombat, you know, has, has characters that are zoners and that kind of stuff. Street Fighter, the same way. Um, uh, this game... Where it sort of falls flat for me as far as like a a fighting game per se is that you really don't have... This isn't much of a roster game. It more is like an RPG where you're building up a certain character and you're fighting just sort of like a model with different weapons. You know what I mean? There isn't any sort of characterization to it. Yeah. Um, There isn't really a lot of... There, like most fighting games, you are picking like what we talked about this for sure was like the roster part. You're picking a specific character with a specific move set, and the, there isn't really a lot of moves. You're just firing different weapons in this, so it kind of falls off on the actual execution of fighting versus, you know, like it is a one-on-one like fighting match, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not a fighting game feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm looking it up. It looks kind of... Custom Robo kind of reminds me of Armored Core. Yeah, was, and it is oh. much more of a mech fighter in yeah. that aspect, too. Yeah, and e- What even distinguished Core, it... Oh, I was going to say that even Armored Core... Like, I almost want to say that it's a fighter game, but it's more of a third-person shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And this... The reason why this came across as a fighting game when I thought about it first is because it is a one-on-one third-person combat. You know what I mean? Now you are shooting and that kind of stuff, but it, it it is like you are locked in an arena and you have to kill this person or, you know, multiple people. I think there are a couple missions where you kill two or three other robos, but um, like, it's not, this is the one that I was like, uh, probably not going to probably not going to fit the definition, but you know, it's almost there. You know what I mean? It's got some of those aspects there. It's just the fact that you're just shooting, you're not actually doing like moves, I think is what really kills it. Of course, there are melee moves, but they're just shooting a sword sort of deal. You're just pressing a button and a sword attack happens. Uh, so anyone make an argument for it, even though I argued against it and I brought it up? <laughs> Um, I haven't played it, and from what you describe, it doesn't fit the definition of a fighting game. I mean, I don't think it does either. Morg, did you ever play this game? Um, I'd have to say that, yeah, it's kind of hard to support this game a little bit. Um, I mean, there are fundamentals to it that, um, don't really fit the genre that well. I mean, I like it, but I I don't think that it's like a full-on fighting game, like per se. Right, and it's weird, I didn't know this, but it's actually the fourth game in its series. Never knew that. Uh, 
It's uh, from 2004, and it's developed by Noise, uh, which, like the word noise, and mm-hmm. then also Nintendo uh, worked together on it. So, yeah, I don't know. It was by one, like, sort of like Dark Horse, like, eh, maybe this would fit, but maybe not. So, yeah, we'll we'll skip that one. Um, Morg, do you have... Uh, Okay. You have another one for okay. us? Yeah, yeah, this one's a good one, okay? Dynasty Warriors. This this game started off actually as a uh, um as a one-on-one um 2D um sort of style fighting game and then it progressively evolved to become more of a um like a like a military Hack and game slash. where yeah. Yeah, like yeah, basically like where you just go through as like a the big hero of like one of the three kingdoms. Well, um, you're talking like the the same series as like Dynasty Warriors or Roshi Three and that kind of stuff, like. Um. Yeah. Like. Um, like it. It. Like it. It kind of like developed into a hack and slash action video game, but like it started off as like an actual like an actual serious fighter game, um, like the original one on okay. base PlayStation. Um, that one. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's a good start. Like, it's one of those games that kind of evolved. Like, the the combat changed a little bit. It became more um, 3D open world-ish in the sense that you're on the battlefield and, like, you, you impact the course well, of the fight. But, like, the, the focus of the first game was is that you, you were, like, one of the big commanders and you were fighting, like, another one. And there was a big roster of, like... Uh, big fighters right. that yeah and it was and it's all focused so, on the health bar and the attack combos etc so it, it certainly was now was it that was it the same fighting style as it is now or is it um was it straight up like street fighter it, it like it, moves it, versus moves it, well i mean like it, it the way that it that it played it was um it was basic moves but you could string combos into them um I don't. I don't think you're, you're kind of dancing around the answer. I feel. It's, does it? Does it play like it does now, oh. where you're not necessarily locked onto a target, or are you locked in hand-to-hand combat with somebody? Um, the first one, the very first one, you were locked into like hand-to-hand combat, and it was just like the two fighters battling it out. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, the later games they incorporated more where you had to uh, literally fight armies, and then you could like single out a commander and be like, "Hey, I'm going to deal with right. you." Right. And then you had to actually do a big fight event every once in a while. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I played a lot of Hyrule Warriors. I know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> it's a phenomenal series. Um, and it all it, it it's all it all goes back to the original one on one actual fighter game. Which, huh. Yeah. It, that that's interesting that it started out that way. I didn't even know that that was a fighting game, though. Yeah, that huh. that's that's one of the craziest things about Dynasty Warriors is that it progressively changed genres over time. So, uh, what I'm focusing on is more the first game than the other ones. I mean, there are fighter aspects to the other games, but mm-hmm. they they feel more like hack and slash, with like objectives and goals and stuff like that. Whereas with with a conventional fighter game, it's just about taking out the one opponent that you have in front of you. Um, so yeah, I would say Dynasty Warriors One would be more my choice. Okay, um, Pan, do you have another one? Yeah, so I've only got two left. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I've got is a little old uh, Mortal Kombat clone called X Men: The Next Dimension. Oh. Okay. 
It's uh, It was part of the Mutant Academy series, apparently. Um, so this was actually X-Men Mutant Academy 3, but they decided to call it X-Men The Next Dimension for whatever reason. It was on the GameCube, PS2, Xbox, and it you know came out on all three of them. I played it on GameCube. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's basically Mortal Kombat if you had the X-Men. Oh, that hmm. is so cool. And now, are we talking that era of Mortal Kombat where it was the 3D one, or are we talking 2D? 3D. Full okay. 3D. That's that's not full 3D. I don't think it's quite full 3D, but there is some 3D to it. I think that's why they called it the Next Dimension because it added 3D. Okay, that's so cool. you could sidesteps moves and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it had like you know destroyable levels and things like that. Okay, so yeah, we're talking like Mortal Kombat Deception era. Okay. Okay. Yeah, All see, right. I, I don't actually know like anything about the Mortal Kombat series other than these oh, fighting games. It's the one fighting game series I actually actively follow, you know, because Primal Rage is dead with one game. And <laughs> yeah, I feel sad for Primal um, Rage. Like a, a lot of my favorite fighting games died and lived within the Super Nintendo genre era. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot uh, of good games that just did not make it for some reason or another. Okay. Um. All right, that sounds now. Um, Mori, have you have you played this? It sounds like not. No, unfortunately, I haven't. But I am familiar with it. I have seen, I've seen footage of it, and it is it's pretty good. It's a pretty solid game. Now, okay, um, Pan, how much did you like this game? Because personally, I didn't like that era of what Mortal Kombat was at that time. Like decep- it sounds like Deception, and actually, something I didn't like when they added that third dimension. Did that so- feel clunky? It did feel clunky to me, but uh-huh. um, I exploited the hell out of it with my brother and sister mm-hmm. because they couldn't uh, like grasp the concept of the three dimensional yeah. movement. So I, mean, I, kicked, yeah. I I just constantly kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> and like I still I, I haven't played that game in years. I still have this like this little tiny GameCube disc that survived like a fire and a tornado. Oh, and um, yeah. it still works, and I still have muscle memory for, like, most of Nightcrawler's combos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So that's how that's much amazing. I like that game. I haven't played it in, like, eight or nine years at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, if you like um, Ultimate X-Men, this is kind of, like, the style that it's around. It isn't quite like, you know, the, the 80s or 90s X-Men, like, which is my oh, personal yeah. favorite. Uh, this is, like... 2000s and onward kind of x-men yeah um and oh yeah and it's it's also like voice acted and like patrick stewart does the narration for the story mode it's pretty awesome i mean the guys the guys like amazing sci-fi nerd just amazing uh okay i mean i mean it has like psylocke and stuff in it that doesn't get much more 90s x-men than uh than that yeah exactly like yeah psylocke is definitely a pinnacle for 90s I I am not a super huge fan of X Men at all. I've never like I've never been into comics, Marvel, any of that, or the shows or movies or anything other than what with the MCU Spider Man stuff recently. And, uh, uh, the, I, however, the Fox do cartoon love... is probably the best iteration of Spider Man by far. Uh, I like Cyclops, and I know how much that people oh, make. God. <laughs> Cyclops, but I do like Cyclops uh, because I see him as oh. sort of like in the D de- like in so obvi- obviously Pan, you and I know each other more from D and D. I see him as the Paladin 
And I kind of like that dynamic where he's like, I have to be the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah. Except he's also a dickhole. Yeah. yeah. And paladins are mostly dickholes. They are. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're just irritatingly by the book. Like, they're always the good cop no matter hey, what. I mean, but that's like when you play a ba- paladin. Except when he's not. Except bad. when he doesn't feel like it. Yeah, he's, he's right. only a good, he's only a bad boy hey. when he gets mad. My my knowledge of X-Men is extremely limited, so keep that as a very surface level I've liked yeah. Cyclops. Like okay. we're gonna get into this deep dark stuff about Cyclops. I don't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'll admit that Mr. Sinister is probably one of my favorite bad guys, and he kinda like helps bring out the worst in Cyclops at times because he's always like going after him and Gene Gray to try and get like um uh cable, which is supposed to be like, you know, one of the ultimate mutants or whatever. But um, yeah, now, Cable and the Deadpool. Yes. Yeah, Cable. Is, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cable is is a uh, Cyclops's son from a future that never happened. Yeah. Holy and shit. Yeah. yeah, and it gets worse than that. So he got he was born in a future that was eventually prevented, but before his future was prevented, they sent Baby Cable into the distant future so his super disease could get cured. And he was raised by the ghost of Scott Summers and one of Jean Grey's clones. Yeah, I believe he was also infested by the phalanx, I think he is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what they sent him into the future to get cured. And then so they sent him back in time from before his future got uh, erased, so he still exists. Yeah, and like like his it big nemesis stupid. is like Apocalypse. <laughs> so like, yeah, See, it's pretty messed up, like what Cable has to go through all the time. This exact reason is why I never got into comics, because oh, holy cow, how do so you find this stuff out? It's so <laughs> fun getting involved in the lore of X-Men, oh my though. Gosh. Yeah, no, Cable is, Cable's timeline is, like, fucked. It's worse than Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I don't watch Doctor Who either. I hate Doctor Who. Ugh. Oh, man. Okay. If you don't like the Cable... cheesy effects. Yeah. If, if you didn't like Cable's, like, storyline, you probably hate Bishops, because I mean, is just absolutely ridiculous. The timelines with him just keep getting absolutely screwed over, and he's directly responsible for half of it. I I get that, like, I'm in the nerdum. I am still an outcast for not liking science fiction, not not liking time travel. I'm like, D&D, sword and sorcery, and now it's all about it. Like... (laughs) (laughs) I like dinosaurs, monsters, and that kind of stuff. Sci-fi... I have so many problems with sci-fi. So, like, when you get stuff like comics and X-Men in there, they tend to go more to the sci-fi approach than they do sword and sorcery because they like to explain their powers, which makes sense. And, you know, I just... It's never been my thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's amazing. <laughs> that's some that's some good history off of uh, X-Men The New Order or whatever it was. Yeah, The Next Generation, yeah. The Next Gen. Huh. Or The Next Dimension, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next, yeah. Dim- X- next Dimension, yeah. That's right. Yeah, X-Men the next mention. And I think we never not said an actual X-Men thing by flubbing that the whole time too. <laughs> I think I I think the New Order was a movie, wasn't it? Or something like that? Um, I'm not sure, probably. Yeah. Um So okay. yeah, the X-Men. Alright, um so I'm gonna get into one of mine. Um and this one this is the one that that, that challenged a lot of those definitions. Um, but it's certainly a fighting game, and that's Bushido Blade. Uh, Bushido Blade was in 1997 <gasps> wow. by Lightweight. Wow. Bushido Blade, you are locked in one-on-one 3D combat with another fighter. I forgot this game existed! 
Oh yeah, now, it's good. Now, Bushido, Bushido Blade, you do pick a character from my roster. However, that character is for aesthetics only. What really mattered when you were picking something was your weapon. So you could have anything from a Naginata, and now it's traditional Japanese weaponry, sort of. <laughs> um, I, I guess Bushido Blade 2 had some guns. Um, I'm not really sure about that, but... Um, there is no health bar for this, and if for the most part, it is a one-hit kill. You can survive a hit if you were glanced, but you will be limping around, which does indicate you were hit damage-wise. Yeah. Uh, you will lose the effect of an arm or something, or a leg. Um, so Bushido Blade uh, even had a story mode and that kind of thing, but for the most part, it was a one-on-one -on -one combat trying to kill your opponent. Yeah. Um, I am adamant that this is a recommend. Like, I would be pretty adamant about having this on the list. Um, not only for my personal experience, but just because of how different of a fighting game this is. And I truly believe that this... We are missing... <clears throat> sorry. We are missing this kind of fighting game in the world today. We are seeing still the traditional, sort of like, I'll call Street Fighter style of game. Mm -hmm. Um throughout fighting games that keep coming out keep coming out keep coming out um i think that this is a style of fighting game that still needs to be here and we just don't see any of it um so i guess you guys played this right oh yeah i'm very familiar with this game i uh i don't remember when you said it came out like 99 early 2000s 97 like that. Yeah. 97 jesus okay yeah ps1 so, ps1 yeah PS1. i i remember playing this game with my big brother and thinking it was cool as hell, and I kept getting my ass kicked, and eventually my mom saw us playing it, and she said it was too violent for me to be playing. My mom was very <laughs> anti-violent video games for the girls. Well, I mean, it is pretty... For the girls? What? <laughs> it is... That doesn't make sense. It's pretty excessively violent, and I mean, like... It is. Oh, it is. I'm more concerned that just the girls couldn't play. No. So here's the thing: I was I would have been like ten. I would have been like nine or ten. So that would have made my brother thirteen or fourteen. All right. I mean, it's a little bit of a difference, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but it was also like this, like whatever. I don't want to dive into it t tonight, but the standards for my brother were way relaxed compared to me. Are we we hit. Yeah, I I I I get that. My uh. Yeah, I got in trouble like thirty times more often than my brother, the baby brother. I mean, that's that's a bit of a different dynamic, but uh, I can relate in some aspects. He yeah. got away with a lot, and I didn't. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, that we we rented it from Blockbuster, and it was really fun. And I forgot that game existed until now. So uh, I would actually visit my uncle in Chicago. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do my uncle worked at Nintendo kind of thing here. I'm not even kidding. Uh, he didn't work at Nintendo, but he worked at Midway, right? Mm. And Midway are the people Ooh. responsible for Mortal Kombat. He actually worked at Midway while Mortal Kombat 4 was going on, so their first foray into the 3D realm. Um, I actually don't like Mortal Kombat 4 that much, but hey, I didn't say much about it because, hey, he <laughs> was there when they made it, and I got a free copy. Why well, complain? Um, so we would actually do a lot of fighting games... Um, it was something he really enjoyed between my brother, my dad, and my uncle. The, the four of us would stay up late whenever we visited him in Chicago, and we would play. Um, and Bushido Blade and Mortal Kombat 2 were our sort of favorites. Uh, so Bushido Blade, I ended up playing a lot with my family and that kind of stuff. And I've always loved it since, and I'm just sad that, that 
that series never continued. I never even played number two. I know number two exists. Number two um, was a really, really good one. Like, it was really fun to play. Um, but I think once it started dipping into, like, the 3D ones with, like, the horrible polygons, things kind of started mm-hmm. to dip down. And, um... Honestly, well, I don't... it was horrible polygons then. It just it looked better. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a way to mask that better. Yeah, but um, um, yeah. I, oh yeah, I was, yeah. My next recommendation, I think, will be like uh, the explanation as to like the resurgence of more modern fighting style games. But yeah, we'll come to that later. So, are we against putting Bushido Blade on the list, or do we want this on the bench? No, I think it's great. It's a, it's a definitely a different experience, but I think mm-hmm. it still fits the criteria. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, even though there's, like, you know, that high risk of, like, getting instantly killed, it is a fighting game, and, like, there are ways to be able to combat being instantly killed by, you know, like, deflecting or dodging, etc., and then, like, you know, you know, doing a counter-offensive. So, I mean, it is a fighting game. Um, it's more, there's more risk. It was a game yeah. a lot more about footsies than, yeah. than defense. Yeah, so. definitely. Like, it's, it's... It involves being more careful. Like, you can't just throw yourself in. And to those who don't know, footsies is when you're talking about jumping in and out of each other's range without getting hit. Footsies is that sort of back and forth you see a lot of people do when they're playing. Like, trying to hit someone and they jump out of the way and that kind of stuff. That's an actual technical term and it's something you just made up? It's no, actually, it's an actual technical term. Yeah, it's actually and they very use it common. A lot. Yeah, like I've I've seen that a lot in a lot of Smash tournament in tournaments where they would use like shield and then they would roll around each other and like you know duck in and out of each other's range to try and get them. Oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yep, it's called footsies. Yep. Um, you see it a lot in Mortal Kombat talk because. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so. Let's just go ahead and get to it. We've talked about it a lot. I've learned it a lot. Mortal Kombat is my favorite video game series as far as fighting games go. Mm-hmm. Um, Mortal Kombat lies somewhere in my top five. I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah, I love I love Mortal Kombat, and it's, I love it for one of the very few reasons that I love games, which is story. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone on it's... saying like I really wish that video games did stories better. Period oh. at, across the the whole thing, and I think Mortal Kombat, especially Eleven, and Mortal Kombat Eleven to date right now is my favorite story in a video game. Yeah, um, just because of how well it was done and how well it fit the fighting in, and it made you it didn't it wasn't just like hey let's throw something in here to. Uh, make the fight happen, which of course that's what it was, right? The, the point of the game is to fight each other, but the story it felt natural that you would be fighting someone in that moment versus shoehorned let's get this fight in, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I love Mortal Kombat 9 but that's all Mortal Kombat 9 was as far as the story goes. It did a good thing on rebooting the storyline because Mortal Kombat's a complicated storyline. We're on the third reboot of the timeline, I think. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but is it cable? <laughs> it's not that bad. It, it's whatever that was. It was not that bad. However, yeah. one character sort of pseudo remembers every every past fight. Pseudo remembers it, <laughs> and he gets confused and gets things wrong and fucks it up. Because <laughs> um, he's trying to stop the end of the world, uh, kind of thing. Mm. But uh, I would say. Uh, so there's not going to be a lot of instances where I'm going to want more than one in a series on a list. 
However, I think there are two distinct Mortal Kombat games that could be on potentially on the list because of how different they are from like night and day as far as like gameplay mechanics and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Right. So you had the culminate to me the culmination of early Mortal Kombat. We're talking like you know, the '90s Mortal Kombat that inspired that awesome rave dance song and a a decent movie and a pretty terrible one. (laughs) (laughs) The sequel was worse than the original one, but yeah, Uh, you know what? Actually, honestly, the first one paid a lot of homage, especially when Johnny Cage just like, you know, does the splits and then just does like the big nut crusher, the nut punch punch on Goro. Like that, that's just iconic. Um, so Mortal Kombat trilogy is sort of like the, ultimate culmination of what the old Mortal Kombat was. Yeah. Partially because of what I talked about with Smash Brothers Ultimate. Every character that was in the series up to that point was in Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Um, and that only happened again in Armageddon, which I don't talk about. Armageddon is terrible. But um, <laughs> Armageddon's where they introduced Create Your Own Fatality and they all felt stupid because it was just like a combo that would knock off an arm or something. But Trilogy actually had you know, the full roster up to that point. I can't tell you everybody, but it like anybody in the old Mortal Kombat was there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this was in 1996. Um, and it was weird. It was made so that the, 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 the people who made Mortal Kombat trilogy and on Mortal Kombat over the years up until Midway dissolved was Midway, right? Midway only made the N64 version. Oh, Avalanche Studios made the PlayStation version and point of view uh which is point of view studios made the pc and sega saturn versions so i find it odd that midway only made the n64 version which midway was who made mortal kombat all the way up until then Mm -hmm. um and continued to do so until nether realm split off of midway to keep making mortal kombat for wb studios Mm -hmm. um so uh and also like I said, my uncle, he was one of the people that worked at Midway. Um, he saw the writing on the wall and left that company well before it collapsed. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, he did not like working there. Um, but, so yeah, Mortal Kombat Trilogy in 1996. And my other, uh, my other game that I would possibly want on here for Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat 11, which is the latest one. Because, it is so like good. I said, it, it is my absolute favorite story in a video game period it's regardless of fighting game or or certain or or so where fighting games are not known for having a good story or even a story yeah sometimes and like um and yeah like the dialogue between the characters before the even a fight like there you can tell like you know the the cutting words between them there's a lot of history between them and they actually do reflect back on a lot of the rich lore that was brought from the earlier games up to that point so like you know all the little now, quibs that they to have. To be fair, they also do memes and inside jokes too. Yeah, well, like, like yeah, when Johnny is like talking to uh, what the Terminator, yeah, and he references him being the Johnny Cab or whatever, like the Total yeah. Recall. I'm like, yeah, okay, that that was a bad meme. <laughs> but like they do that too. Yeah. Um. So uh, just real quick, uh, NetherRealm Studios are the developers of Mortal Kombat 11, and that was in 2019, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a lot to say about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is probably, uh, I think it is the most popular fighting game as far as casual audience goes. 
um, because of the story and that kind of stuff. Um, it's one of the big players that we're going to talk about tonight. A lot of people, I find it weird that like we're talking like fighting games is like a thing. Like they've always been kind of a thing. As far as, like, sales go, they're, like, one of the least popular genres in video games. But you wouldn't know that talking about video games, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's so weird how impactful these fighting games are, yet how financially impactful they aren't. Exactly. <laughs> now, is, is that just here in the West? Because I thought they were, like, way more popular uh, in, like, Japan and South Korea. So this is... This is like a global thing. That oh, okay. may not be the case in Japan. Um, so Japan has this weird ecosystem where... Yeah, they're arcades. Yeah. It, um, that it's It also works true for Monster Hunter, right? Monster Hunter is wildly popular in Japan, and it was made for Japan because it worked yeah. for Japan for so long. Uh, in a global industry, the fighting games aren't really the big picture. It's like micro... like. Monster Hunter is sort of like a microcosm of like what happens in the fighting game industry. Is that it was super popular here, and we care about us, so we're going to keep making it and maybe port it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it was <laughs> incredibly niche. That's the thing. Um, and fighting games kind of are kind of the same way, but they have a loud fan base and a big one too. Oh, the yeah. only problem is it's like fighting games are hard to make. I think uh, I think is part of the problem, even though there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, Hard to make right, I would say. That They're makes so... sense. Yeah, I just like it's it's weird, right? You know what I mean? Like it's just not. Now I will say that majority of the games on my list actually exist between like ninety and ninety seven. Like they're like in the nineties, there seem to be the peak of this genre, much like uh, what we have with the RTS genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just the way it kind of happens. Now I do have a lot more from the new ones too. Like I will get to, but, uh, and of course, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, have either of you guys ever played in the two titles or in the series yes. that I mentioned? Yes. I've played well, a lot I mean, of I would think so, right? and it is so fun. Um, and I have like a touch base with a lot of Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, like, despite, like, fighting games not being, like, the most popular genre, like, um, the notoriety that comes with Mortal Kombat, when people think of fighting games, that's typically the top of the list. That's the first thing that people mm-hmm. are going to think about when they think about a fighting game, because of, like, the big fan base behind it, and because of so much, you know, revolving around it, it's it's pretty big. It's big Evo, enough. right? Evo is huge. Exactly. Uh I have never even attempted to do any sort of ranked matches in any fighting game. And if I would, it would have been Mortal Kombat. And I still watch Evo when I can, right? Mm-hmm. And I watch it for games I like, like Mortal Kombat games yeah. or that kind of stuff. But, like, uh, I just, like, I-, I don't know. There's such a loud fan base on fighting games in general. Mm-hmm. And, and we kinda, it's kind of weird we got to this thing with Mortal Kombat because I don't think Mortal Kombat... To a lot of people, it's weird. Mortal Kombat is the best-selling, but if you listen to the community, it sounds like Street Fighter is the best series. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so it's kind of a weird, like, fighting game industry is kind of like a weird microcosm of the, yeah. <laughs> like, of a lot of different industries in video games where, you know, like, if you're in the, in, in the know, you kind of know what's better and what's not, but if you look at the sales, 
<laughs> like what why is this more popular you know what i mean like yeah most people most people who are heavy into video games don't really enjoy call of duty or play a lot of call of duty people outside of the industry or cat you know more casual people call of duty is the best thing ever you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> if only they knew it was just or, the same game over and over and over again i mean like the incorporation of the zombies in the early era of like mortal Co- oh, sorry <laughs> call of duty that was the height of it and then I don't know. Black Ops 2 was not bad, but ever since then, it's been kind of like just... Now, let, let me defend a little bit here. I still play Call of Duty from time to time. It is never just the same game over and over again. Modern Warfare, like the recent one, has changed things up a little bit. Um, it has improved uh, a lot. Even, even Black Ops 3 was way different from Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare whatever. Like, oh. like there's, there's, there's changes, but like... Their nuance changes to people outside of it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, for, for the large por- portion of it, like, I, I don't know anybody who has played, like, Call of Duty Black Ops or, like, Black Ops 2 or, like, any of the Black Ops games for the sake of the story as much as for, like, you know, the side game, which was Zombies, or the Aliens, which I, was, I think it was... I played it, played it for multiplayer. I don't really care for Zombies. Yeah. I mean, early Zombies was fun for its time. Like, it was its own thing but yeah again like um i think we're okay side so here. yeah morg um have you played trilogy um, have you played the older ones and have you played I've you played, always played 11 i've played mortal kombat's one and two and i kind of stayed away from like some of the later renditions of it but mortal kombat's uh 10 and 11 i was particularly interested in um 10 being number mm-hmm. x um number yeah. x uh anyways yeah i mean the one that's weird is eight right because yeah. that was mc that was versus batman essentially oh, oh, yeah let's not talk about that okay yeah no 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 um that was the one where they took out fatalities altogether. no yeah we don't <laughs> talk about that one it, it that one was a bad one um yeah we'll just focus on the good ones um, <laughs> um <laughs> so pan pan what is your experience with with mortal kombat or have you actually never played it um, my experience with Mortal Kombat began and ended in, I think, the SNES era. Um, okay. Do you recall uh, the whole hang-up on the violent video games thing? Yeah, uh, so you had the sweat version, right? So what? You had the one where they only punched and hit sweat, ha, right? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, they um, <sighs> Well, you obviously probably did the blood code, right? I mean, come on. No, um, uh, Mortal Kombat was not a game that was allowed in our household growing up. Oh, period. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think it's illegal uh, in Australia, yeah. even. Like, they do not like that game. Yeah, well, let's just put I mean, it, this it, way. it caught a lot Australia of bad press. Australia doesn't like fighting video games. <laughs> yeah, Australia doesn't like video games, but um, it caught a lot of bad press, and it was very public and, like, on the news, and, like, it was, it was like, the typical... It was the poster child violent video game until Rockstar Games started making things. Right. Uh, it was between Mortal Kombat 1 and there was one other game that really pushed the SRB to happen. Period. Um, like, I think it was Doom. Doom might have been there. Mm-hmm. It was definitely hang in the on, talks, Hang on, hang on, I'm looking I, it up. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm positive that Mortal Kombat 1 was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back, at least. Yeah, like, there was an excessive amount of gore for those games. Like, in some cases, like, if you had, like, the big finisher... Um, like, you could punch a guy, and you would literally explode into organs and bones. Like, that's just obscene. It was cartoon, and it was really funny. That was MK... That was MK3 when they started... To, no, actually, MK2 when I started yeah, doing that. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 2. They were, like, they were a little bit less... Um, 
gortastic in in the first one. Yeah. Now they still had stuff bad. like <laughs> they got uh, okay. They still had the spine rip in number one. So that yeah, uh, it looks like it was Mortal Kombat, and then this other game called Night Trap, which uh, yes, the FMV game. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it wow. had a bunch of FMV stuff, and it seems like there were a lot of rapey things in it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Not, yeah. So I know that Mortal Kombat was was the poster child for ESRB, but I forgot about Night Trap. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I personally, I think Mortal Kombat is certainly deserves a spot in the list. However, oh yeah, absolutely, definitely. I'm not sure if it deserves two because we have so many to talk about. So I would like to put one on the bench at least. Oh, uh, well, but that's a hard choice. For me, between the two, I think Mortal Kombat, the newer Mortal Kombat's are doing more for the series than the older ones did, even though they really did a lot for, I don't know, ESRB ratings then. Yeah. Um, but I think they've only improved over the years recently. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about 4 through Armageddon because fuck those games. I don't like them. But I played them, but I don't, I'm don't. i not a fan of those ones. Um, so, <laughs> which is the deception area, which I talked about with Pan earlier. That's just, I didn't like those ones. They didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, I did... I would think eleven is is more so than trilogy mm-hmm. in my brain. It, yeah, what do you think? Eleven Lord? is a very strong candidate for this one in my books because yeah, they they incorporated okay. so much good stuff to it. And I'll put trilogy on the back burner. We have a lot on the back burner, but um, because the, we have some other se- large series that we haven't talked about. Yeah. Um. So moving yeah. <laughs> moving right ahead, let's just jump into another one. Um, Street Fighter. Street yeah. Fighter, arguably, you know, in the video game community at least, and you know, even outside of it, Street Fighter being one of the biggest franchises in in video game, uh, in video games and fighting yeah. games. Um, however, Street Fighter is no longer the most popular Capcom game. Go no. Monster Hunter. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally took that crown. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Even after I mean, seventeen Fighter. iterations of Street Fighter Two, which is why I bring up if we're going to bring up a Street Fighter game that has standed the test of time, yeah, it's yeah. Street Fighter Two, yeah, and also the only Street Fighter I have ever played. I am not a fan of the series. I don't like how. Uh, I don't like how it works. I don't even enjoy really watching it that much. And that says a lot because I watch a lot of fighting games, like yeah. on YouTube and Twitch and stuff. So. Because I suck at them and they're fun to watch. Um, so, I, does anyone have like does anyone have anything more to add with Street Fighter? Because unfortunately, I don't have a lot to say about Street Fighter, and I don't have a lot to say positive about Street Fighter because I'm not really a big fan of it. Uh, honestly, aside from the fact that like it was so popular that it got like its own television series, that it got its own uh, Japanese animated God, I love film. that show. Um, yeah, the show is just phenomenal. Hey, hey, Mortal Kombat also had two different television series. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know. I okay. don't remember that. <laughs> um, and it got <laughs> no. quite a number of movies as well. But um, I mean, like, yeah. Like, but I would say you could put you could put the popularity of Ryu up against Scorpion, and I think they'd be even. You know what I mean? Like oh. Ryu is like poster child for like a lot of video game. Yeah. Period. They're both the uh, big well, flagships, and I think there was even like a it? death battle on Screw Attack that where they did that, and 
yeah. It, they did. Yeah, wild, wild who, stuff. Who won that one? Uh, it was Scorpion, because, like, when he dragged Ryu to hell, he just became even more powerful as time went by. Yeah. Yeah, because Scorpion has supernatural powers, and Ryu is just a human, I believe. Yeah, and besides that, Scorpion is Pretty practically much, yeah. immortal. Practically immortal. Um, uh, I'm going to BRB for just a second. My toes are so cold, I feel like they're going to fall off. i got to go get a pair of socks. I'm literally <laughs> wearing wet socks right now, but I'm just committed. I can't leave. I have to stay here and talk about video <laughs> games. <laughs> okay. And I will I um, will persevere through cold, clammy feet. I don't care. Alright, alright, all right, Morg, you don't have to yeah. you don't have to BRB champagne here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm back now. I'm back. Alright. The socks cool. were like literally two feet away from me. I just couldn't reach them. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. I, I had to cut off I had to cut off Morg here being like, I'm gonna stick it out. And I'm like, come on, Morg, come on. <laughs> so anyways, sure. um, I don't care. Yeah, anyways, I don't care. Yeah, anyways, um, yeah, I would say that you know a lot of the games uh, involving Street Fighter revolve largely around Street Fighter Two, like that roster. Like they, it never really changed a lot, right? Aside from the fact that they added new characters to it and they improved the graphics, etc. Uh, a large of it, a large part of it all focused around Street Fighter 2 because that was where a lot of the popularity and the notoriety came from. Like, that's when it started to really show. So I think that Street mm-hmm. Fighter 2 would probably be the one to be on the list here because it really set oh, the yeah. tone uh, for Street Fighter. Yeah, I, I agree with you uh, full-heartedly. Street Fighter 2 is also the most versions mm-hmm. of the game. <laughs> think yeah, ever like like how many like they actually released a new skew which is a new product code for street fighter for the switch and oh. it was like <laughs> street fighter 2 so i have it right written, written here made by capcom in 1993 this was 2017 oh right? my god yeah. <laughs> so we're talking like 24 years later. <laughs> Street yeah. Fighter 2 is the Skyrim of fighting games. It, it's exactly it, that. I know, it I know. It is. <laughs> Holy cow. Street Fighter 2. Um, I know that Street Fighter 5 had a lot of lot of backlash to begin with, and it sort of built itself back up. Unfortunately, that's kind of like what a lot of Capcom guy, games do these days, is they have a lot mm-hmm. of backlash, and then they sort of build themselves back up. Uh, excluding Monster Hunter... But, I was gonna say, except for Monster Hunter, because that, yeah. Yeah. That... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still on the train of I'm not too happy with where Monster Hunter World is right now, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the next game. I, I won't lie, uh, it is a little bit boring right now, and I keep going back to GU, and I've actually built like a heavy, um, a heavy arrow bow set just recently, which is absolutely ridiculous. I never even thought to conceive of so, that. So. You're still trying new builds. Literally, yeah. Cool. I'm still going back to GU, even though it's like two, three years old right now. I'm still going back. It's nice not to have a solved weapon meta. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, okay, so I want to get into another popular series, uh, just sort of jump around here, um, uh, and that would be Soul Calibur. Oh, and, yeah, yep, yep. So Soul Calibur uh, may... So I'm going to... Sp- my my idea of the pinnacle of Soul Calibur, I've played a lot of them through the years. Uh, I think the most time I put into one was Soul Calibur 4. But I will say that a lot of people that I know and a lot of people on the internet, it seems, all seem to sort of funnel in on one of the Soul Calibers, and that's Soul Calibur 2, mm-hmm. uh, which was 2002 yeah. by Project Soul. I've um, played that one. That one's a good one. 
So Soul Calibur 2, I think, was the first one. I don't know if the first one did it, so I don't 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 hate me if I'm wrong. But I know it was a big thing that Soul Calibur did that when it launched on multiple platforms, they had platform specific characters. And Xbox had Spawn. Am I am I wrong? I and, think so. And the play I don't remember who played. Oh, PlayStation had uh, is it a what is his name? He's the Tekken guy. Um, oh, uh, oh God! Because I was going to talk about Tekken. Oh yeah, it's um, is it? Was it Heihachi? Heihachi, yeah. Mm. He had, they had Heihachi. PlayStation had Heihachi. And then GameCube had Link. Yeah, I remember Link that. A, boy. Link in a fighting game. <laughs> I remember um, that. And a lot of people say that GameCube was, like, as far as exclusivity goes, like, that was the best character between the three. From what I've seen, right? I'm not I'm not saying that they're objectively the best character. It's just what I what I know of. Uh, a lot of Soul Calibur 2 and Smash Brothers played after D&D in my high school days. Um, it was sort of a thing to, like, play, and then we get kind of tired of playing or about ready to fall asleep, and we'd sort of re-energize, go play Soul Calibur, and go go back for the second part of the session of D&D, um, you know, after an hour or two of Soul Calibur. Um, I suck at Soul Calibur, just like I suck at Mortal Kombat. Well, all right, MK11, I'm kind of decent. But anyways... <laughs> Um, so, you know, I have always sucked at Soul Calibur. I don't think I ever had a, uh, a main other than Lizard Man. Yeah, Lizard Man is a very popular choice. Is I think, he? I think Cloud uh, might have been... Here, wait, what was his name? Harlequin, I think it is? Or... Here, wait. Are you talking about Voldo? Um... Yeah, Voldo yeah. is yeah. the only clown I can think of. Yeah, yeah, with, like, the knife one. fingers and he's all creepy dancing. Yeah. The BDSM slave? Yeah, he's very, very freaky. And I like Zazamel in number three or four, but that was <laughs> the guy with the scythe. But uh, so yeah, so Soul Calibur, um, yeah, it was a, it's definitely a roster fighter. It's definitely uh, there's nothing here that uh, we haven't really talked about challenging the definitions for a lot of these games we just talked about. Yeah, but like it's unique in the fact that uh, it's one of the few series that does, in my opinion, 3D fighting very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I loved it. Um, sidestepping feels natural. Sidestepping feels good. There are moves that account for sidestepping. Uh, what is his name? Astroth, the big guy with the axe? Uh, yep, yep, Astroth. Yeah, 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 yeah that's him, yeah. Uh, he's very good at countering sidestepping with his swinging axe. Um, I know this because my good friend Matt um, was a Astroth main and would destroy people with him. He was clearly the best in our in our group that played. Um, he had combos with Astroth that you would not touch the ground. Like we were like, okay, yep. dude, chill out. <laughs> we're here to have fun, not get murdered. <laughs> now I never got wrapped up in it as much as some of the other guys, but like. That was sort of like our our hello to some people. Like, What's your Soul Calibur, dude? Like, yep. Soul Ca- Soul Calibur was like the thing in that era. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually played this one a lot. Soul Calibur two. Mm-hmm. That was uh because that that came out right around when I was like a teenager. And my mom kind of relaxed her no violent video games thing. That's good. Yeah, I, I was I was blessed with the fact that my parents both played Doom and D and D before I was a thing. So 
That's not true. I was a thing because Doom came out in 93, so I was I was already alive. But, um, yeah, I remember sneaking up and watching my parents play, and then eventually we just played with our parents. So <laughs> my parents yeah. were very lax on that. So... Um, uh, I, I have a fun story about so I have a fun story about Soul Calibur too. I forgot to hit my click button there. Um, my brother and I played a lot of fighting games, and him being the big brother, he usually won and all. Yeah. But with uh, Soul Calibur, there were some combos I could do with Seung Mina. Is that how you say her name? Seung Mina. Uh, is that, remind me what she does. She has the pole arm. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah, so there were some combos I could do with her that would just absolutely destroy my brother because she had the most reach out of, like, anyone in Soul Calibur 2, if I recall correctly. And one of her combos mm-hmm. involves her, like, stabbing the uh, other character, which on most of the characters is, like, right in the dick. <laughs> and I would always finish. I would always finish off my brother with that, like, stab him in the dick and, like, jump down on him move. It, I loved it. <laughs> little dick yeah. jab just for a cheap word. Just be like, eh. Yeah. No, because it's, it's people... like a whole it's like a whole finisher where she like stabs him in the dick and then throws him up in the air, then slams him down, then jumps on him. Yeah. Oh my yep. god, that's so. Funny. I got made fun of a lot for playing Lizard Man because it was like a carbon copy of Sofitia's moves, except take out some of Sofitia's moves. <laughs> and so, like, uh, but one of them was you ended up hitting them in the dick with your sword. You shield bash him and then sort of stab him low. And people are like, what do you got to do that for? Why do you got to hit me in the dick? <laughs> like, it's the only thing I can do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be the one apologizing for winning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Soul Calibur 2. I don't hear any objections for anything else in that series. No, yeah, um, it's a good choice. Okay. See, I told you we'd get through them a little bit. Um, uh, so, Pan, do you have anything else on your list? So I had, uh, that was actually going to be the end of my list, but then I remembered two okay. games as we were talking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So real quick, I'm just going to throw this one out there um, and ask you guys, does Twisted Metal count? I want it to, I, but it's it's more uh, of a driving game. Yeah, okay, see, okay. Car, car combat. And that's I, fair, that's fair, because like, I'm not sure if it counts, so we'll move on then. I mean, it's cool because... It's a good thought. It's a good thought. Yeah, the derby concept is a really awesome one. I like it a lot. Um, But uh, I I don't think... The unfortunate part part is it isn't enough like Twisted Metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think we can do a whole genre that is Twisted, you know, like Twisted Metal. It's a whole... That's what I'm saying, like, when I said earlier in the episode, you know, which is way far back. uh, I think we need to do... We need to do some lists that are like, hey top 10 games that don't fit in a category on this system or this time sure. stuff like that um yeah because I, no, I agree with you twisted metal i liked twisted metal a lot um i just can't i can't think of it as a fighting game yeah yeah it, it, it's, it's no big deal in there. um no big deal then uh then okay. the other one i have is tekken yep tekken yeah which i'm tekken sure is on there, other yeah. people's list yeah 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 tekken tekken counts because it's it's it started out as like poor man's uh mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah um well i think tekken always was in the 3d arena um on the playstation at least. Mm, tekken one yeah i think it was ps1 and i think it still had ring outs and all of the 3d stuff that you would normally have um maybe it didn't 
I don't know about Tekken 1. I didn't start playing... Like, I played Tekken 2. And, uh, yeah, my, most my people mom played Tekken 2. My mom didn't know that it was a violence game. We played it when she wasn't home. Well, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, the, the arcade mode boss is literally Satan. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. Um, yeah, I can't remember his... He's the, he's the one dude, but he turns evil. Uh, Tekken... Oh, Kaziah is possessed by Satan. Yeah. Uh, because his father threw him off a cliff, which I show later on in the series. He's oh, yeah. for his father. Um, I do like a Tekken. Uh, Tekken, uh, Tekken is not on my list. Um, I left it off because I figured someone else would bring it up. Morg, is Tekken on yours? Yeah, it was, but unfortunately I don't have enough, like, in-depth, like, um, experience or knowledge of the game to really recommend it. It, it I'd have as much inf uh, information or data about it as, like, for example, Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear, which is, like, very, yeah. very limited. I do believe, and I'm, I'm, I'm not joking, I could be wrong, but I do believe it's actually cons pronounced Blaz Blue. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it could be I Blaz think Blue. I've heard that, uh... Okay, so the A um, might not actually be long because there is no E in it. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so so back to Tekken. Um, Tekken is interesting. I've, I've, always, liked, I've always liked Tekken. Um, but Tekken has some of the weirdest and some of the funnest characters ever. And two of those... Oh, yeah. I love the panda. Uh, Straight up. Uh, Kuma. Yep. Uh, and that's the one, one of the two I was going to mention. And Gone. And now, I don't know if Gone actually existed before Tekken or after Tekken. However, it is one of the very few, and I mean very few, manga that I actually own is a Gone manga. manga. Um, and Gone is a little tiny, like, two-foot dinosaur that is, like, a mostly head and feet with a tail. Mm. Um, uh, like, I, I love Gone, but, like... <laughs> uh, Tekken is an interesting because it was more. Uh, it was very different because I feel like you have like a lot of different fighting styles in a roster. Um, so like take take for instance even now with Mortal Kombat, there's a lot of zoners. There's people who get in, um, but it generally you sort of learn one character. It's easy to move on to the next. Tekken I felt felt the most. Uh, diverse in playstyle between characters. So you have someone like uh, I can't remember her name, Nikki or something like that. The the Native American woman mm. with with braided pigtails. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I remember her. I think, oh, God, what was her name? I can't remember. As the Native American here, I don't really care for that character <laughs> too much. <laughs> but, but, like, it's made I'm, with all the cultural sensitivity that a Japanese company could summon. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, right? They're not, like, overtly, like, like he comes in and he's like, how do you do? Like, <laughs> like stuff like that. But, oh, like, my God. Uh, Michelle uh, Chang. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so, uh, you have, like, character like that who did a lot of flips and kicks and that kind of stuff sort of like kept you at a distance you know what i mean then you had king which king is my all-time favorite character in tekken it's like let me suplex you all right king <laughs> like, was one of my mains oh dude i love king and it, like i don't know 
Tekken is, is certainly a good one. However, I don't really have a favorite Tekken to really slot in there because I haven't kept up with it. Um, I haven't kept up oh, with it yeah. since Tekken 3. Um, and I thought that Tekken 3 was like Tekken 2, but they made everything better. Okay. I think I think Tekken 3 is where I was sort of sitting in my brain. Uh, yeah, Tekken as... 3 is probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the one with, like, uh, Julia Chang or Michelle. Michelle, well, Michelle's in most of them. Yeah. She's in, uh, according to this thing Pan just gave us, oh. she's in since the first one. Yeah, yeah, so... she's she's half Chinese, half uh, Native American. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think three is where they had gone. I think Gon's an outside character that kind of yeah, got in. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, anyways, um, that's where I remember Tekken the most. I know that Tekken 7 had a lot of praise a couple years ago, um, but I'm not familiar. I didn't follow Tekken that much because, honestly, I mean, I only really followed Mortal Kombat as far as fighters go. And then... Uh, uh, really primal rage. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I think Tekken three goes on the list. Am I wrong? Yeah. We'll go with Tekken three. One, we'll yeah. go Tekken three. Okay. So, uh, just a little, uh, little heads up with, we have four left on the list and we have five in waiting. I think I'm, um, I'm all done. I'm all done. I've got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've got a couple and you've got a couple and I've got three three more myself so go ahead more okay yeah we got to talk about killer instincts because man that game yes uh that was the one i added added later no i've got four on my list left what a game um so yeah it has such a strong Uh, roster and like it's so like it has such a strong emphasis on combos it's just absolutely ridiculous especially when you can string like over a hundred that announcer and yes, like the fact you can get awesome, com- awesome combos, brutal combos, king combos, uh, hyper combos, and then the ultra big ultra combo. combo! Yeah, like the way he just screams it. It's great. And, like, um, oh, man, such a good game. Now, it wasn't until Killer Instinct 2 that it really hit hit uh, a stride, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, I will... I will argue probably that the Killer Instinct for the Xbox is a far more significant Killer Instinct. Um, the the Double Helix 2013. This is I, that's why I looked it up. Uh, Killer Instinct, I think, is it did a lot for not just te, uh, not just Killer Instinct to bring it back because it was a dead series up until then. Yeah. Um, it was also something that sort of launched like the it's a free to play game which is insane yeah for a console game to actually do well um get active updates it is actually on hiatus right now um again um as far as i know but this game was sick to watch oh, oh i my mean God. sick like yeah um so a little bit of backstory about my, like, I don't want to get too long into this because we're way far into this episode, but the um, reason why I'm able to keep up with fighting game news is because of a YouTuber named Maximilian Dude, who is very yep. active in the fighting community. He's mostly into fighting games and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. 
I came for his Mortal Kombat stuff. I stayed for his tech or his Killer Instinct stuff. Yeah, I keep saying tech. And, um, <laughs> yeah. His Killer Instinct ga- gameplay. He actually worked on Killer Instinct as as one of the people who made their promotional videos and stuff. Oh no way! However, he was brought on after the fact uh, in season two uh, after enjoying it so much and being who he is in season one. So. Uh, there are some cool characters. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Raptor. Oh yeah, Riptor. Riptor. Uh, let me see. Riptor. There's Spinal, which is like some sort of like a skeleton pirate. There's Cinder, who's like some dude yeah. that's like made out of like plasma. And then there's like Thunder, which is kind of like uh, well, <sighs> I don't know. Thunder he's is is another a, Native American. Yeah, he's a very stereotypical Mohawk Native. Um. And then there's like yeah he's, he is a Mohawk yeah and then there was Fulgore which was like a cyborg which was just absolutely cool just so balls to the walls insane with some of his now, attacks. One thing that Tekken does, and, uh, damn it, not Tekken, <laughs> Kill, Killer Instinct um, uh, does that I think is really cool. It, now Street Fighter does this, but it doesn't look as good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, Street Fighter does this sometimes. Um, Killer Instinct's fireballs or projectiles are slow yeah. most of the time. There's not a lot of fast ones. Exactly. So you're a lot about trapping people. Exactly. More than, more than oh, I'm going to get a little peck damage and stay away. You're more setting up combos with those. Exactly. Or continuing combo chains. You'll throw a fireball, get in, do a combo, hit them up. Hopefully at the right time, the fireball hits them to keep them in the air so you can continue your combo. Exactly. Like, it's some really cool stuff. And they had some they added some really cool characters in the new Killer Instinct. Yeah. And the fact that you could buy characters individually or buy a package for the season and get all the characters, that's a little bit weird for uh, modern games, but it worked very well for, uh, for Xbox. And it was one of the few... It was one of the reasons I actually considered getting an Xbox One um, was this game. Even though I would have been terrible at it, mm-hmm. um, I still quite enjoy this game. So I personally, my opinion is that Killer Instinct from 2013 deserves more on the list than the older Super Nintendo and Sega ones. Yeah. Now, not that they weren't great. They were so I didn't. Good. I don't think that they did as much for the series as bringing them as when they came back. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Pan, I know you did, you don't seem to have experience with this game. None at um, all. Yeah. It's no, okay. I think we, we basically hit the limit of fighting games. I have experience with, unless you guys bring up one that I have buried or forgotten. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Where are you sitting on this, Morg? I think Killer Instinct deserves a spot on the list. Oh, yeah. Killer um, Instinct has I think to it's... be on the list. Because, like, it, it, it with such a diverse roster of characters, with the way that the projectiles actually can link into a lot of the attack combos, and the, the combo system itself is very, very different from what a lot of games can achieve. Like, most games, if you're very lucky, you could probably hit, like, maybe 50 attacks. But with Killer Instincts, you can link infinite attacks. Like, your opponent's already dead, Mm -hmm. but you're just there to just flex on your opponent if you're that good, and you just can link in. Like, I think there was a guy who actually hit 999. He capped it out, and he was still going. It was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I've never seen yep. that in a game. 
<clears throat> it's also considered extremely rude, but hey. I mean, like, yeah, it is absolutely. Like, it is most people want to get in and get out of a match, and yeah, that keeps them in the match for a long time. Exactly. But yes, like if you. Um, <laughs> oh man. Now I will say that there are there are two characters in the roster in the new one that I think are just hilarious. They're just hilarious that they added them, mm-hmm. and that one of them is Arbiter from Halo. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Xbox stuff to actually see an elite, uh, especially one of the better elites. Uh, like actually be fighting, uh, like that was cool. That was really cool. But that that kind of like okay, instead of putting Master Chief, you put in one of the <laughs> other guys from Halo. Okay, cool. Uh, and the other one is the um Rash from the Battle Toads. Like that was a freaking out of left field, and I loved it. Um, have you seen Rash gameplay, Morg? Um, let me see. Rash is he like one of the Battle Toads? Yeah, yeah. Oh is. yeah, rash pimple and zits. Yeah, I remember the he battle just, toads. Yeah, he said... yeah. I know my, I know Pan. He maybe he missed a word. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, it skipped a little bit, but yeah, I know so... exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like he has like the big boot attack. He has the jet ski. He has all sorts of. He has the wrecking ball that he turns into. It's just insane. Like uh, he does the things he do- did in battle toads, and I, I just. One of the worst wow. <laughs> co-op games you could ever play. Like it's actually hard. The original Battle Toads on Nintendo. Like, oh my god, just yeah. play it in solo. It's a lot easier because you can hit each other, and it's brutal. It's it's not though because the wave race level is just terrible, <laughs> even in single player. Um, oh, in two player, if any of you die, you have to start over again, even if the other person yeah, I know that. killed. I know that. My brother and I played it. It's... <laughs> um, so, Morg, I think you have one more? Um, I've actually got a couple, but I don't think they're going to make it onto the list. Uh, Bloody Roar, has, I think, is one of those um, uh, interesting games. Now, Blood... Bloody Roar is also on my list, and I have Bloody Roar 3 specifically. Oh, um, I have Bloody Roar 2, because that one I definitely played a lot of. Um, but yeah, we can talk now, about those. So Bloody Roar, I don't want to dwell on this too much because we're we're approaching two hours, right? Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, we need to. Uh, we are. Uh, so Bloody Roar, I think, is unique in the in the aspect that uh, it was one of the few fighting games I saw where you actually transformed, mm-hmm. and you actually kind of it mattered when you transformed because it wasn't like. It's like a super move, but it was like it didn't. There wasn't a lot of games at that time where you actually had to do like a timed, like okay, this is when I need to do this. Um, so Bloody Roar, think of like everyone as uh, Therianthropes, or as most people would hear them, Lycanthropes. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was they, waiting for that. Yeah, where they would like transform yeah. to like a hybridized form, like between man and beast or whatever. Right, and the different characters were basically their animal: wolf, bat, bear. Uh, whatnot. Um, it it was interesting. However, I don't really see that game making a lot of impact on the fighting game community. I liked it. Yeah, it was um, a but, fun game. But I don't. Um, um, incredibly. But niche. as far yeah. as transforming goes, I think it was really just the gimmick it had. Yeah, exactly. It, it it was a very niche game for the time, and there were a lot of people that I know who have been into fighting games who had never even heard of this before. And when I introduced footage of that, they were like. Oh my god, how did I miss this? And I was like, it's because nobody ever talked about it. But, I mean, right. it, it, it's probably one of the best best unknown games that never really made it anywhere. Um, 
probably one of my top favorites by far, because, I mean, playing as Buckaroo the Mole was just so fun. Oh, I love that character. Okay, so um, I'm going to move on to two really quick obscure fighting games um, that I really enjoy. However, they're not going to make the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first one is Jurassic Park Warpath, or Warpath Jurassic Park, I think is the actual title. title. Okay. Uh, this was 1999 by Black Ops Entertainment, and um, the reviews for this game are not kind. Um, but it is actually Jurassic Park dinosaurs fighting Jurassic Park dinosaurs. You had not just the ones that are that appeared in Jurassic Park, like, uh, and I think this was when Lost World had come out. So you do see things like Stegosaurus and that kind of thing. Uh, we didn't have Spinosaurus yet <laughs> from number three, uh, but uh, they had Giganotosaurus. They had some other like uh, bigger T Rex ish dinosaurs, and you were just giant dinosaurs fighting each other. Um, it was compared to Primal Rage, like we talked about earlier, unfavorably, as in Primal Rage did it better. Um, but these were realistic dinosaurs, in a sense. Um, it was kind of funny, because you did have stuff like, you did get to play as a raptor, right. but like, um, a raptor is like peanuts next to a T-Rex, and they kind of did that pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that that actually reflected the amount of health and stuff. It was still balanced. It was just like, okay, I'm super small and he's super big. Um, so his reach was like way better than yours and that kind of stuff. Um, not a spectacular game. I played a lot of it. I think it was worth mentioning because dinosaurs fighting, like it's already I mean, like what's better. Like go check this game out. I don't think it needs to be on the list, but if you're listening at this point, like Warpath, Jurassic Park, Take a look at it. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I accidentally confused the game that you were talking about with Scan Command, which came out around the time of Jurassic Park 3, where... <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, where you literally had... Yeah, like, you the, would scan the, bar the barcodes. Yeah, exactly. And then you... Oh, I had off. those. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, I, I had the robot one where you, like, ro scan different things. Yeah. Where you've yeah, got I had abilities. one. Um... So there's that one, and one real quick. This is super obscure. There's a, Actually, I didn't even know there was a second one in this series. Um, which is One Must Fall 2097 is the title, or OMF. Uh, this is in 1994 by Diversions Entertainment. And this is mechs fighting mechs. Traditional health bar uh, uh, fighting game where you have a pilot and a mech. Your pilot means for shit other than the voice lines they say before a match. <laughs> uh, but the pilot had a favored mech anyways but the mechs were like really cool um like different fighting stuff and you had like sparks and stuff that would hit because you're fighting literally these giant mechs uh stuff like the jaguar which is a a mech that could do a lot of like diagonal moves and was really it was like did a lot of pouncing and stuff like you would think like a jaguar but it was a pretty standard triangular like the Pretty standard humanoid shape with a lot of triangles in his design and that kind of stuff. There was um, Pyro, looked like a big furnace. Like, like it was all this like crazy stuff. But like this was an old fighting game I played on my PC back in the day. 
Um, uh, according to Wikipedia, the devs have released this uh, source code to the internet and have said they don't care if you download it. True. I'm still trying to figure out how to get it to run. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Before we were yeah. recording. This is the game you were talking about. Yes, and it's what sparked that whole barbarian discussion with my dad because, like, I was talking about this game yeah. in particular. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I played a lot of OMF. But we had the shareware version back in the day, which, if you guys are familiar with what shareware is, there was, like, a demo that was allowed to be passed along on the Internet or between people without any copyright problems. Yeah, and yeah. Then, at the end of the shareware, they would tell you, like, on the screen how to call in and buy the rest of the game. Like, and then they would mail it to you. Um, pretty, pretty some old stuff there. <laughs> so, yeah, that, like, OMF, One Must Fall. I do suggest at least checking it out. Um, I'll probably watch a video or something on it. I don't really see myself getting into, like, actually, like playing it a ton i do want to get it to work but i'm not going to sit here and grind out how to play that game uh it's just nostalgia from when i was a kid um so yeah so we had a couple more morgue and then we got to fill out this list there's only three spots left that we haven't already filled up with like this must be on here okay well um one of them i don't think is going to make it onto the list it would probably be the dragon ball z tenkaichi games for example like uh budokai tenkaichi yeah and then like games that were like spinoffs of that like tenkaichi tag team on psp which was really oh, yeah, fun so so many of those dbz so games. good like they they're a very 3d um environmental like battling game like where you fight like one-on-one or like 2v2 depending on like how many characters you happen to have um but like it really took full advantage of like the full 3d environment where you could literally fly fly around in a 3d space um execute combos and then you'd get like special attacks or like ultimate finishers um there was a lot to that game, including, like, in-game transformations were some of the fun ones. Like, if you play it oh, as, like, yeah. Frieza, like, in base form, you could, like, charge up and, like, work your way up to all, like, the different forms that he had. And, my god, that that series was so fun to play. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, loved that series. Um, um, oh, and I think, um, in particular, like, I do remember this, um, if you, if you and your opponent executed your, your ultimate attacks, like, if you had, like, beam attacks and you hit each other with them, um, you would get into, like, uh, an energy tug-of-war, which was, oh, my yes. god, it was so cool, and, it, like, it, it pretty much was, like, everything from, like, the Saiyan Saga into, like, I think, like, aspects of, like, the Frieza Saga, like, where Frieza's, like, charging at Goku with, like, the big ball of energy that it's inside of, and then there's Goku using Kamehameha. Anyways, yeah. The the basis around that was, like, you would have to, like, button mash to try and, like, outpace them and put out more energy and then eventually finish them. Um, yeah. Big, big series. You know, lots of fandom to it. Very, very popular, and a really, really good game series, by far. Um, yeah, I love that one. Um, that's as far as I'm gonna talk about that one. Um, okay. And then, uh, this one, I, this one is not like, um, okay, I don't know how to describe this. This is a, a, a notoriously infamous and bad game, but it has, like, a lot, uh, a bit of history to it. Um, have you guys ever heard of Shaq Fu? Yes. 
fuck off. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. This game I remember playing oh. as a kid in, in Super Nintendo, and my God, was it brutal. Like, the button combinations were mutilating, and it was literally... This yeah. doesn't get to be on the list. I know. It doesn't get to be on the list, but I wanted to talk about it anyways. Um, But, yeah. There's that, and then... Um, um SNK, and yeah, that's it. Okay, so uh, we have a pretty comprehensive list. I think we left out uh, so maybe some notable ones recent from recent years. Like you talked about, like uh, what is it, Guilty Gear and, and like Black that Blue, kind of stuff. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighter Z or like yeah, and Skullgirls uh, is another big one. Xenoverse. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot. Oh yeah, there's also some really good like Naruto fighting games too. Yes, but... yeah, Preacher of Valor. Yeah, plays that's a, a, lot of that's those. a big one that I haven't really got into. Right, so. But obviously, we haven't been as steeped in those series that you know we just—they're literally footnotes. At the end. Of the <laughs> yeah. Um, so what we have is three open slots, um, and we have uh, about six on the bench, really. Mm -hmm. um, lol. <laughs> do what? I said lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so okay, so I think with Morgan, I strong recommendations. I think Primal Rage actually deserves a spot. It is. A, I think such a good game. It's better than Warpath, which is the only other thing like that in this list. Yeah. Uh, it's better. It's better than any of the Godzilla fighting games. I'm just going to footnote here. Oh, like King of Monsters. <laughs> uh, like I love Godzilla, but I mean, come on, Primal Rage, oh, Vertigo. What was that one Godzilla like, game that was on like the Game Boy Advance? Was it Godzilla Domination or something like that? I think it was that. Maybe. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I am really into, uh, the Gundam one that you talked about with the points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um I, another thing about that, uh, my husband told me, I forgot to mention. So, Gundams that are worth more points, mm -hmm. they don't, you don't respawn back in the arena as fast if you're worth more points, so you're out of the game longer. Oh, my God. Ouch. So that's that's another sort of mechanic that balances, like, using the super awesome Gundams versus the not-so-awesome <laughs> ones. I can't believe that I left out Godzilla Domination. What a great game that was. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, so what was it? Is Gundam what? Hang on. He's shaking his head at me now. I guess I misunderstood the mechanic. Um, it's called Gundam Versus on the PS4. Okay. Okay. All right. We got one slot left. If you could just edit out what I said earlier about that mechanic, that'd be cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we got uh, we already put out Gundam Primal Rage. We've got left on the on the bench is Dynasty Warriors One, uh, X Men, MK Trilogy, and Bloody Roar. Oh, please put Bloody Roar on there, please. Pretty please. B Bloody Roar sounds really unique. <laughs> it is such an epic. Yeah, game. I think of what we've left off. As as much as Dynasty Warriors is fun, mm -hmm. uh, a fun pick. However, Dynasty Warriors is more known for the genre it became exactly, more than what yeah. it was. Uh, the X Men thing sounds like it was pretty cool, but it sounds like more of what Mortal Kombat did. In those yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it's and, it's a straight up Mortal Kombat clone. Right, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy is just another Mortal Kombat on the list. Um, 
Yeah. And then Bloody Roar. So I think Bloody Roar wins it. Yeah, like, with what Bloody Roar had to offer, like, when you, uh, like, finished a combo and it was, like, the big killer, you could, like, smash your opponent literally out of, like, out of, like, the battle zone that you were in. And it was so cool to see that. And it would even, like, have, like, you know, like, those, those, uh, repeat cut, like, cutscenes with like the different angles from like the big finisher move that you would have had yeah when you end yeah, it yeah oh my god it was oh yeah it was such a good game mm. <laughs> um okay cool so that wraps us up for tonight guys uh we're actually over two hours now so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i knew this one was gonna uh we have to find a way to cut this down but <laughs> it's hard but <laughs> and i know but it's there are things that I wanted to talk about that I knew weren't going to hit the list, like uh, OMF, which is One Must Fall, and Warpath. I didn't even know I talked about them briefly. Those are some really, really good <laughs> like, <laughs> like fighting games. But they aren't as good as like this list. I think Bushido Blade being on here is amazing. I think people need to play Bushido Blade. Uh, Killer Instinct. Um, yes, I also blame Morg. I also blame myself. <laughs> I am also quite a talker. Yeah. Um, I think Smash Bros. needed to be on here mm -hmm. because there are talks about fight, uh, Smash Bros. not being a fighting game. I think that's bullcrap. Um, I think well, that it certainly is a fighting game. It's by our strict by our strict definition earlier, it doesn't have combos. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't. I took that out. I said it doesn't have to have oh, combos. Okay, okay, it has okay. moves. You Okay, you okay, never mind that, never yeah. mind. moves together to execute a certain combination of attacks. Um, because Mortal Kombat 1 okay. didn't have combos. Street Fighter okay, 1 okay. didn't have combos. Okay, no, we're done, we're done. Okay. <laughs> Just leave, yeah. Okay, it, fine, so that's I forgot, it. I forgot uh, you took that, that requirement out. Yeah, uh, so here are our 10 uh, suggested Hunter's Hub fighting games. Smash Brothers Melee, Bushido Blade, MK11, or Mortal Kombat 11, mm -hmm. Street Fighter 2, Soul Calibur 2, Tekken 3, Killer Instinct, the 2013 version for Xbox One, Good one. Primal Rage, Gundam Versus, and Bloody Roar. Um, now, Bloody Roar is in the series. I think we can say Bloody Roar 2, if that matters, or Bloody Roar 3. I think Bloody Roar in general kind of fits it. I think it's the only one we really have, because mm -hmm. we're kind of split, so I think 2 or 3 works. Yeah, 2 or 3 is good. Okay, so what are we talking about next week? Pan, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. It's your turn. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, fuck it. We'll do uh, Western RPGs. Oh. Western RPGs. Oh, okay, my. that's a quite a broad category. <laughs> oh. uh, we, can, we can narrow it down yeah, to, I was like, I if think we want. This is going to be a fun one. We can narrow it down uh, yeah. a little if we want, um, because Western RPGs is so very broad. Also, it gets very hair-splitty by saying Western, but we all know what we mean by a Western-style RPG. Mm -hmm. As in not turn-taking. Um, right. Um, not oh. Japanese, not turn-taking. Um, okay. Uh, I already have a couple games in mind what that would fit. Um... Gosh, I can't. I can't think of how to narrow that down. Though, it, it do you is, have any ideas? 
Oh man, this this could be hard because I mean, um, we could look at games like Diablo, which kind of fits as like a. Uh, now I would say that that's an ARPG. There's yeah. a there's a different term for Diablo, which is an action RPG, oh, which doesn't describe it very well, but it's dungeon crawly hack and slash RPG. Yeah, that is, is kind true. of what yeah. that fits. Um, is a better definition, but ARPG is a shorthand, okay. uh, which is a category that I would love to do at some point, because um, that's my favorite genre. But I wouldn't call that a Western. Uh, there's a more specific word for that. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's see how it works out, and then <gasps> if that's too broad, maybe we'll, Oregon Trail we'll have to... is technically an RPG, and. I mean, like, I mean, like, it's a text-based RPG, but I mean, it's an RPG. It's literally Western. And it is a role-playing game developed in the Western world. No, it's literally about going west. <laughs> yes, I love it. It is. It it's about heading west to Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it automatically, it counts. It's on the list when we haven't even gotten to the episode yet. Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening, especially if you made it this far. It's gonna be a long one. Uh, <laughs> and this is Fortuan. You can catch me at Hunter Sub Pod. Uh, I have been doing a lot of Twitter stuff lately because my work schedule is still kicking my ass. Uh, although I will thankfully be getting up an hour later. <laughs> it's still 4.30 in the morning. So, um, might see some stuff, what I've been playing, but mostly just waiting for Doom. And I will see you guys <laughs> on the next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, Morg? Well, you guys can always catch me on Twitch and Twitter. Um, for Twitter, it's at uh, MorganHay3. I'm posting all kinds of stuff, including recently I've been doing a lot of GU stuff. I've also been posting uh, how far I've been getting into Pokemon Fire Red. I've been dabbling between the two. Um, and, like, as always, just looking to make open conversation with people and just have some fun. Um you guys know where I am at Twitch. Always looking for, like, uh, new streamers to check out their content, give them support where they need it. And, um, yeah, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell for the week. All right, Pan, what about you? Uh, you can find me uh, lurking the Discord, and uh, you can also find me on r slash D&D behind the screen where I moderate and tell people to read the damn rules. <laughs> I like that that's your thing. Like, every time, read the damn read the rules. Damn rule. Oh my god. Because it is a thing. People need to read the fucking rules on that oh, site. Oh, if you look at my if you look at my Reddit profile, it's depressing. Now... Dude, I mean, I lived it. I know. I'm not gonna... I know. I'm not gonna be the guy who asks, like, you know, as intended or as written, you know? There's always gonna be that guy who's like, yeah, I'm gonna look for the... Oh no. I know. <laughs> oh you, no, no, that's you, not what I mean. You, you come across the wrong person in a, mood, a wrong mood, you will get <laughs> oh, banned for that. I'm not kidding. No. I've seen it happen. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do that to the DMs. They, they will not appreciate that. They will make your life miserable. Yep. Alright, folks. Thanks for coming. And get to bed, I guess. Later. <laughs>